I'll just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, man. All right, loosen the move. Okay. All right, y'all. No, 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 Henderson. What are you doing here, man? Am I this so? Same for your black ass. Get me out of here, man. All right, y'all. This is Black Lightning Matters, the podcast that matters, covering Black Lightning Season 3, Episode 6. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Blurred, and I have with me today, like I do every episode. Hey, it's me, Cole Jackson. I'm back one more time, and believe it or not, I watched this episode without the glimmer. So it was pretty good. Not the glimmer. I think I, I think I've just been watching. I've been watching Black Lightning with glimmer these last few episodes. So that's why you know what? I've been I, so upset and mad. <laughs> well, we also have uh, Freeland's very own in the house with us today for this uh, super sized season finale. Go ahead, let these folks know who's talking to us today. Yo, it's, it's Robert. I'm back. I'm excited for the season finale. Well, I'm to be talking about the season finale. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a difference, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be back. It's been a we're gonna get into it. (laughs) We're gonna get into it. The ups and downs, all that. Friggin' definitely. Uh, well, when you're listening to this episode, when you're watching Black Lightning, when you're listening to past episodes, future episodes, watching the show on CW app, CW, YouTube, Pirate it, whatever, use the hashtag BLMPod. Let us know you're listening. Let's make this a conversation. And really hard left before getting into anything Black Lightning, I do want Robert to talk about some of his goings-ons uh, coming up soon. Yeah, um, I got a bit. <laughs> got a bit going on. Um, so first and foremost, we got a Kickstarter going for a new series called The Crossing. So if you remember that um, show, I don't want to say horrible. I know a bunch of people will say bad show. I loved it called Sliders. <gasps> oh um, man, I love. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I love Sliders. Too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love sliders. And then like half the other people that I tell about sliders, they'll be like, that horrible show. And I'm like, get out my life. <laughs> and um, yeah, sliders meets Mission Impossible. But that's what The Crossing is about. It's a story about a character named Dr. James Kincaid. And essentially, he kidnaps his daughter <laughs> to get to uh, to, you know, to get her away from some like bad stuff that's going on. So it's kind of like a multiverse chase across like dimensions and uh, he's being, you know, being chased by an FBI agent and another dimension hopping scientist. So it's like action adventure um, and, you know, just kind of a story of kind of retribution. 
Um, we are right now 13 days left in the campaign, and we have raised 64%. So mm. I think that's like 3,000 and some and 200 and some change. So yeah. it's been we've been working our butts off, but we we had a really good day today, and it kind of pushed us over 50%. And then I'm at the job, and I looked like I looked at my like two hours later, and like we're at 64. So I was, you know, it's it's gaining momentum. Um, and really good artwork um, series that I'm co-writing, co-creating with John McGuire, uh, co-creator Sean Hills, the artist. Uh, Y'all know Mateo from Man to Avenge. Yes. Uh, he's doing uh, variant covers, and the mm -hmm. publisher is the same publisher that did Retcon and Changa, uh, 133 mm -hmm. Art. So okay. this is just another foothold with 133 art that um you know we're proud of the project uh so we have 13 days and go to kickstarter do a search for the crossing um and we'll give you the links at the end of the show um but that's the big thing i guess first and foremost in a second i got a convention at um down here in atlanta called the atlanta science fiction and fantasy uh expo and it's going to be at north decab mall but if you just do a search for atlanta sci-fi fantasy expo You'll find all the information, but what I was telling the guys off mic is that there's a connection, <laughs> Black Lightning con uh, connection is they're going to have a panel, and you can get to see this panel for free featuring TC and Devante from Black Lightning and that father who ran after uh, Lynn in the second season, uh, talking about his pod kid, where my kid? Um, <laughs> so he'll be there. So I'll be able to ask him about that scene and probably get kicked out the same day. But, mm. you know, <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah, the Atlanta Science Fiction Fantasy Expo, uh, one of the biggest free shows down here in Atlanta and a lot of awesome creators, including myself. So anybody who wants comics and lives in the Georgia area, you know, just come on down. And it's free. <laughs> it's free. Okay, uh, and that was our uh, agent on the ground at Clapback News, uh, straight from Atlanta, Georgia. Straight God damn. Italy on the ground. <laughs> Bleeding out, huh? <laughs> Shit, yeah. So all that will be in the show notes, show all the links. If you're listening to this when it comes out, you still got enough time to do two things. Go uh, get your free ticket or mark your calendar for the Atlanta Sci-Fi Fantasy Expo and to support the Crossing Kickstarter. Sliders meets Mission Impossible. That sounds, so yeah, that that sounds very up. awesome, by the way. That sounds Thank amazing. You. It's labor of love. I, I think y'all like it. I think you'll like it. Yeah, definitely. So we'll definitely get some uh, get, get some links out there and have y'all supporting that, sharing, retweeting, uh, throwing money at it and all that good shit. Mm. All right, y'all. So let's, let's pull this car over back onto uh, Main Street in Freeland. Oh, so Why? <laughs> we might yeah. get killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the chance you take, goddammit. So in this episode of Black Lightning, I think the writers, the act, everybody was just fucking fed up. Because normally we get like a full long, like at least four or five sentence description of the show. This episode said Black mm -hmm. Lightning faces off against Gravedigger. That was it. it. They said, fuck it. Ain't no frills. This is it. So this is the Book of War, Chapter 3, Liberation. Power, the Book of Hope, season finale, knuck if you buck, be ready to fight, one three three art, uh, route three. This is this is this was more this is more of a of a everybody in the club getting tipsy 
episode. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Hard agreed. This is Jaquan. Uh, Kids, so, Google Jaquan. Oh, Lord. It's, that was the one-hit wonder of our time, Jaquan. <laughs> um, okay, so started off before even getting into the episode at large. Do y'all, how do y'all feel about this episode coming off of this whole season? So you didn't watch everything one through 15. And that moment right after 15 went off and right before 16 came on, what did you, what is your head like in that space right there? So, okay. So for me, because I haven't been with you guys, I've been on the show since after crisis, mm-hmm. everything was before crisis, even with the, the BS that we've we've come used we've become used to with the show. Mm-hmm. I feel that the back half of the season has been better than the first half, mm-hmm. not by much, but <laughs> it um but it you know there there let me not say that there have been like said issues with each with each episode, but the episode fifteen going into sixteen, I was actually kind of hyped. Okay, like okay. kind of hyped instead of. You know, being you know, kind of worried. Mm. You know, so, but just become a norm with the show. So that's, you know, that's kind of where I was at. Mm. Um, when I got finished with this last episode, I was really wishing, wondering where was this the whole season, especially yes. post crisis. <laughs> yes, I was mm. like, this should have been yep. post crisis. Should have been like this, and mm-hmm. I'm not talking just about the deaths. The story yeah. was really good. Like it was re- yeah. well told, well acted. Um, Gravedigger is a unbelievably great uh, uh, bad guy. Like I'm, I gotta give a hand clap to Wayne Brady. He is amazing as this yeah. as this character, and and he makes you sympathize. Like he is Magneto for all intents and purposes. I'm sorry to bring up the okay. bring up the comparisons, but well, he is Mag- his speech, which we'll get to in the in the episode. But his speech talking to Jennifer, I was yeah. like, nigga, this is Magneto. This is Magneto, man. Like yeah. this, this Magneto trying to take you to Genosha. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I was, I'm like, why can you guys do this? The whole rest of the the post crisis should have been just like this. Um, yeah. This this episode got me super excited for next next season. I don't yeah. know why, but you know why. <laughs> okay, okay, interesting, interesting. Well, I'm not even gonna hold you up. I was not confident in the show after episode 15. I was hopeful uh, that they would give us something good. I know me and Cole talked about it on the pregame over on Instagram. 15 minutes before the episode airs, as we do every Monday, um, how I was I, I was hopeful for things to be good, but I didn't really have anything to base it off of. Like, they didn't give me nope. a stellar season to be like, oh, this shit going to be good. But yeah. I knew because we got a season four already greenlit, <laughs> green light, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that they would have to do something big. Uh, one thing that I think I, I don't usually take into account that I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to let that inform my feelings on episodes going forward is the star power that they have. Wayne Brady, so fucking great, but could they honestly have had him afforded him for like four or five episodes? Hmm. So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe, but that's no excuse because then if you get the heavy hitters for like one or two episodes and those are great, 
it's just write great episodes without this motherfucker and then but so I wasn't I was on the fence, but this episode sixteen, Chef's Kiss. Yeah. This yeah. shit was good. Mm-hmm. This shit was good. Yeah, I can't deny I can't deny this episode. Yeah. Like, no. Like like Cole was saying, it kind of it made me regret what could have been mm-hmm. earlier in the season. Like there's there are things specifically in this episode that had me this is stuff that I wanted. Mm. And and I don't know if they were just like, well, shit, Robert's been disappointed. Let's write the best damn episode. <laughs> <laughs> just, and they just did. Like, I I got to give it to the director. You know, it's Salem, Salem McKill mm-hmm. and, yeah. and the writer. I got to find who the writer is. But I will say that whenever he directs this episode, you know, he's a showrunner. He and his wife, mm-hmm. uh, he brings it. Like, I don't know if he directs like two episodes, drops the mic and then leaves Atlanta. And be like, y'all Negroes do with this. <laughs> but right. he was just he's he there we're gonna get into it, but I, I was I was like, why couldn't this have been the season? Like um, can I let me throw something out there too, which um kind of I think we kind of came across a little bit maybe last season. Um I think that they try to give young black writers and young black directors opportunities on this show to like kind of get their feet wet. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not against, but I'm like, at what detriment are you gonna do this? Like to the show getting canceled. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I have. I think it was a right. We we were talking about an episode. I think it was last season, and we dogged that episode out. And then mm-hmm. on Twitter, yeah. that author she was like, oh, um, there was a writer. I think she was a writer or director, mm-hmm. one of the two. Yeah. But she was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is my first, um. My I directed I wrote this episode and it was this is my first time getting my stuff on the big screen and stuff like that mm-hmm. which you know I think that they give a lot of people with not a, a lot of experience opportunities but then you know what I'm saying it's it's like I get it I want people to get opportunities but I also want it to be like good and it just hadn't it hadn't been hitting this year it just hadn't mm. it hadn't been hitting this season for me personally yeah do you do you think that do either of you think that this season was mostly filler? Like, could we have cut out any one of the episodes, maybe pre-crisis, and the show still read the same? Well, you said it last week. Um, you said it last. Well, I think we were we weren't on mic, and we were talking. I was talking about Shogun from Government Name, talking about yeah. do I need to keep up? And you was like, not really. Just watch episode one, two, three. Skipped all this other stuff, and I forgot which other episodes you said. So Post crisis, yeah, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. I still uh, feel that way. What about you, Robert? I mean, I, I think with any, even with because I know sixteen episodes is less than like the normal, mm-hmm. like twenty two, twenty four episode season, and even then there could be filler. You know, so there mm-hmm. are definitely episodes that I probably could have done could have done without mm-hmm. um i just don't my biggest criticism with this season is that it just didn't seem cohesive enough like there you have this big this whole thing of the invasion of free freeland mm-hmm. and you know i didn't feel that <laughs> i didn't feel like the occupation mm-hmm. and oh. i didn't it was weird that i didn't start feeling that until the last few episodes of the season when Wayne Brady was about to invade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that maybe they couldn't get him for more episodes or maybe they wanted to have, you know, the Markovian general be kind of lead, the lead up to him. Okay. But 
you know, but even then, it's like the Markovians never seem like a threat. Like, remember last season, I was excited when they said Markovia. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. You come up Young Justice. If you know anything about them from the comics, you know, they're, you know, that's it's an entire country. It's like an evil country. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I thought it was going to get more international. That only happened for like one episode. And, and then even like the last few episodes where they're an invading force. So... I just think that it wasn't cohesive enough. I don't think that they kind of tapped into the whole idea of like an occupied Freeland and the resistance. Um, we're definitely going to touch on that with one part in particular. Yeah. And, um, you know, I understand that they probably don't have as many toys as many other shows, but you got to work with what you have. And I think in some cases they did, but in other cases it was just, you know, kind of vibe. I, I could have waited for CW. I mean, I could have waited for it to come on Netflix, which mm-hmm. is something mm-hmm. CW. Um, so it's just missed opportunities, I feel. Can yeah. I, let me, yeah. before we get into the show, let me ask you guys a question and then we can kind of go into the rundown of the, of the season finale. Do you feel like Crisis hurt this season? I'll let, I mean, honestly, and I've heard y'all mention this before, Excuse me. I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I, as far as the timing of it, like, I don't... Okay, so a couple of things. I don't think that... Yeah, maybe they did get it last minute. I don't know, because I'm not behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. I can't say, like, if it was ever, like, always in the plans. But it did feel kind of rushed. Mm-hmm. Their episode, the way that that episode was done, or at least the end result, in no way <laughs> felt as if... It were a large a, a part of the larger framework, mm-hmm. and I, the Black Lightning has always felt kind of s- s- like spotty, you know, mm-hmm. two seasons previously, especially season two when they're doing shit like, well, um, Todd uh, was driving, and then he you know shit like that, like you had stuff like that happening, and that wasn't like something that was just. You know, something that was isolated. Right. This, this show is known for mistakes, you know, as far as from what we see. And this season, I felt, was par for the course. So I don't <laughs> think that Crisis hurt. I don't... I mean, if anything, Crisis gave it another season. Mm. Mm. Cri- wow. I mean, like, my theory, and once again, wow. this is without any actual, you know, news, but my, my vibe is that every CW Arrowverse show got another season coming out of... Um, crisis because mm. I think crisis was supposed to be like a jumping on point for new fans. Mm-hmm. You are correct, um, actually. Yeah. So I, if anything, I think crisis gave them a bump, and, yeah. and the whole interconnectedness. Um, I think that's going to play more into like next season. I, you know, it's going might be brief cameos, but that that's my vibe. I think I don't think crisis hurt it. I think it actually helped. Hmm. Oh, Lord, I think it hurt it. No, um, I don't think it hurt it because I think even if we pull Crisis out, we still were dealing with the same storylines. Exactly. So I don't think it hurt it. Um, I think, well, not on screen. I think if anything, maybe behind the scenes it may have. Because much like you, Robert, I feel like it wasn't, I feel like the season was, all the major points were planned out. Like, mm-hmm. I want this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. But the line to get from point A to point B to point C to D, I feel like that wasn't, um, that wasn't a shared vision. It was almost like, to me, 
because I've watched Riverdale before. It felt like they were like, okay, we're getting to Lynn has to do Glimmer. And then uh, we know before crisis, we want this shit to happen. And then we got to get Grace and Anissa back together. And it was just like, okay, writer number three, you take episode three to four and you take seven to nine. And you, so I don't think crisis fucked it up, but I think because if it was going to be bad, it was going to be bad. If it's going to be good, it's going to be good. Crisis, if anything, maybe would have messed up one or two episodes to try to get back on track. But no, I don't, I don't think, I think it's the season we would have gotten. If crisis never happened, what about you? Tom? I I gotta I gotta say that I think that it did, and I'm saying that from the from the I'm saying that from the standpoint of Jefferson's role in Crisis. He didn't have no. a big enough. His role wasn't big enough for the the see. I, I really feel like Crisis was thrown on them, and I'm gonna stick to this theory until somebody proves me wrong. I mm-hmm. think Crisis was thrown on this on this show last minute, and I think they had to do a lot of different rewrites. And this is this is just purely speculation, but I think mm-hmm. they had to rewrite this this show and redo a lot of stuff because Jefferson's role was not that big in Crisis. And I mm-hmm. think that they said CW was like, I think it was like either we're gonna put Black Lightning in here or we're just gonna keep it like that. And then they understood. Some of the big wigs probably understood that there's no way they can still keep it as a separate universe without, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. messing out everything up. Um, Jefferson's role was not big enough in Crisis. I am still still kind of well, pissed off about that, too. But I feel like this was kind of one of those things where they might have had the season planned out. They had to redo the season because of the timing of when they gave them Crisis, the, the whole Crisis plot and the plan. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't think that the writing staff, yes, they do make a lot of mistakes, but I do feel like that they would be smart enough if they got got this situation of crisis in time to be able to write the story out a lot better than what we got. Plus, the post-crisis stuff is just not, There's there's there really wasn't any change. I feel like you take the crisis stuff out, Lady Eve still pops up. We still get the same stuff that we get without the post, like... Again, and I and I hate doing this, but it's I think it's it's it should be said. If the Flash has a whole new opening, mm-hmm. like their opening is, is different post crisis. You get what I'm saying? Like you get a different rapper. There's and the other um, when you say different rapper, somebody <laughs> different rapper. Yeah, <laughs> no, they um because I I watched um, strangely enough after crisis. Black Lightning was the only show that I was watching on the regular because I think I got so burnt out mm. on trying to watch every series up until Crisis. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was just like, I can't <laughs> because it's, it's just <laughs> a lot. But what I saw of Supergirl, they acknowledge Crisis in a huge way. Mm-hmm. On that okay. And that's the reason why I think that I... Now, this might actually add more kind of credence to your theory of them getting this ish last minute. But also, I think that um, because Crisis didn't really affect them outside of them mentioning Gotham City like twice mm-hmm. prominently, or Gotham City, you know, factoring into this episode, um, they, I think they were just allowed to just do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now, that's why I'm kind of, I even though I do want them to have some type of appearances in between these shows. I'm kind of concerned that because everybody sees Black Lightning as being its own thing, 
they will never acknowledge the fact that they're connected outside of like the main crossovers or just like a brief like hey you see what supergirl did today that type of stuff um and i want more yeah <laughs> i really want more i do too um, but yeah i know i i i agree with your theory i just think that i don't for some reason man i i have I, I don't know if they could have done more than what they did. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's just my theory. Like, because when I saw the writer for that episode specifically for their, you know, their tie-in, he felt like I, I thought I had watched another episode. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I don't get this. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely be proud of what you do. But I just, I don't know for whatever factors uh, came in, into it. I just never felt that that was a proper tie-in. And then, like y'all see, like Lightning talking to the Flash, you should lay with that, brother. You know that's like the typical black. You know, I mean, like black Vulcan more like it. Yeah, like he's in the Justice League. He's essentially in the Justice League, but everybody said fuck Freeland. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a problem. Very big problem. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, that those are kind of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Fuck Freeland. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, we'll go to yeah. Riverdale instead. Yeah. I mean, shit, honestly, not the shit. They handled the occupation better on Riverdale. Because <laughs> at least you knew you was in the occupation. Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, my God. So we um, go through a series of flashbacks and recaps. And Jefferson <sighs> being the AKA he is only to end up at the Book of War, Chapter 3 or whatever, Liberation. <laughs> now, this one... uh. I'd say this was Black Lightning's kind of sort of end game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think last episode would have been Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> so we open up on uh, Jen laid out on the ground because she didn't got her ass beat. And her great, great, great uncle. He won him. Yeah, because it would be her father's great uncle. So her great, great uncle. And her dad. She better go to in, she out, need to go to ancestry.com for that. What happened? Go to ancestry.com for that. Yeah, well, she don't have to. Look no further. <laughs> so, uh, Robert, since we got you here, what are your thoughts on this familiar connection between the Pierces and Gravedigger? I think they should have done it the way that y'all suggested. Um, mm-hmm. establish the link somehow, some way, way before this. Mm-hmm. Um, before the episode where it happened, because when that shit happened in the episode, I paused it and I said no. <laughs> I, said, I said, he said, I said no. He said, don't, y'all, don't y'all do this shit. First of all, I, my, gripe, my gripe is always this whole thing of like needing to relate everybody. Yeah, and, um, it goes back to Batman '89. You do mm-hmm. not need to. Joker does not to be need to be the one that killed. Bruce Wayne's parents. There's something in the fact that it was this nameless, yeah, you know, just dude off the street who represented mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. all of crime, yep. all of crime. So in this case, just let the brother stand on his own without having some relation to the title character of the show. Mm-hmm. Now, if, now, if you do that, you have to establish something in the past, mm-hmm. like in the past few episodes where you're leading up to this. So when this happens. It doesn't cause me to pause the episode and say, no. <laughs> Just like, no. Oh, yeah. So that was my that was my issue. And y'all, like I said, y'all summed it up perfectly to say, but see, that's what this show does. 
at times they will just drop shit on you and they just like well, just just accept it let's just move on so it, it's neither here nor there for me because it wasn't earned mm-hmm. um you know i mean i i guess it actually yeah it just that's kind of how i feel about that um Mm. But, um, so I don't know, um, but how? I mean, how, how about y'all I, <laughs> with this scene? <laughs> I, 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 well, first of all, why couldn't it be just two different guys with two different ideals? Like that makes That's, perfect yes. sense. They just <laughs> have two different ideals about how meta should be treated, and mm-hmm. it's the old X Men adage, don't you think? Like, yep. come on, We're guys. Or black people just don't think the same. Right. All black people ain't related. Right. We don't have to be, oh, hey, uncle, hey, cousin. Yeah. This really pissed me off because Jefferson's connection to his family is so important. His father, watching your father get murdered in front of you by the man who is terrorizing your city Mm -hmm. makes me empathize so much with Jefferson that you add in this other family relationship and I think it undercuts all the shit you've already established because you didn't do it well. I'm fine with this nigga being his great, great, great uncle, but my thing is you need to let us... when. I know they probably didn't think this far ahead or think they would get this far, but when Anissa was investigating this murder or, or the mystery of her granddad, how easy would it have been to throw that in there? Family? Yep. Yeah. What happened, Cole? No, I mean, you you literally just brought up a easy point that they could have sprinkled this in. Easter yeah. eggs. It's just a little bit of, he had a great uncle in world. Wow, we really, our history is like really deep, mom. Like, it, yeah. it a one line. That's all you need. Yeah. And you can call back to that. You can have a flashback, or you can do a vlog about it if you want to. But okay. just have, just have a, just have a callback to to that foreshadowing, my friend. It's cool. People like but it. I, I get if they didn't think they was going to make it this far because you could have put it at the beginning of the season. Came all right. in all, they don't need to be related. No. Uh, another thing with the familiar relationship is when they were fighting. This is what really kind of pissed me off more than that. Is that they're fighting and Gravedigger's like, oh, she has electric powers. You have electric powers. You're <laughs> fighting to save her. That's your daughter. <laughs> Nigga, she could just, like, she's another costumed hero. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, why? I don't, I don't, one, I don't see the point. Why does it matter? But then, two, well, okay, no. My one would be, oh, how gosh. do you deduce that from this? Maybe just, like, in the comics, all black people just have electric powers. Because mm-hmm. that's ecstatic shock. Storm, I'm talking to y'all, but oh. <laughs> my thing is, he didn't do anything with this information. That's what was like, well, what the fuck is the point? Yeah, you kidnapped her, but like, you didn't say, oh, I'm going to rip her flesh off her skin if you don't, like, you, that's extreme, but you didn't do anything to be like, this will really stick it to Black Lightning. You just took her because you would have done it anyway. Mm-hmm. So that whole exactly revelation before he turned into Banshee from the X-Men was like, he said okay. Banshee. <laughs> that 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 Sonic screen. That was, was more of a that was more of a black canary. Good God. Keep it but, in, no, no, no. Keep, keep it within the same universe, please, sir. Even if we keep it in the same universe, who the fuck gave him that power? <laughs> He watched it, videos. You remember he watched uh, he Black Lightning episode five. Sure did. And he two. he binged. Y'all killed he, me last week with that shit. <laughs> Y'all killed. He binge. <laughs> he binged watched Arrow. That. <laughs> You know what? That's what it is. Come I'm, on. I'm accept. That's canon. 
That's he candy. been. He was like, "What is this arrow show? Who is this white man shooting these arrows? I got to find. I got to figure this out." He said, "He going now." Oh man! <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. No, I just, <laughs> then he watched Birds of Play, uh, the masturbation of uh, Harley Quinn shit. <laughs> um, okay, I'm whatever. I'm gonna just take it for what it is. But then we move right from there to our favorite. I don't know, Corn Road Princess. That's uh, your. That's your friend that you I'm don't sure. like. No, she all right, I guess, whatever. But You are so, I hate you. You are so wishy-washy about these characters. I can't I stand clapback news. Clapback news ain't nothing. And now you're like, well, she's okay. She's all right. Why I mean, would I care about We ain't seen this motherfucker in 32 <laughs> episodes. Okay, so you took that. Okay, before we Go touch ahead. on that, um, I did like the fight scene between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Between, um, and, and this kind of gives the, the person... <laughs> One of the MVPs for this season is the stunt crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for the mm-hmm. fight, whoever does the fight choreography, they they've been killing it. So the fight between Grave Digger and um, Black Lightning was actually really cool when they were yeah. you know, at times when they weren't talking. But um, when Jamila got <laughs> her pop pop and she just hit the ground, I was just like, "Wait, are you serious? We have not seen her for like." Like Rain said, thirty-two damn. <laughs> she was gone, and she and and you want to talk about a one-off? Like Nessa ain't even gonna cry. She had no tears for this woman <laughs> because I'm I'm pretty sure they are not gonna come back to this. No, like, why? They have, okay. This is a hor- This is a horrible way <laughs> to treat this character. First of all, she became the voice of I don't of Cooley High. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she became the voice of the She got she she slept with Nissa, and the Nissa was like, "Well, I found a woman I really love." And it's like, okay. And then like she got, you know, Jefferson got in her face, like, and people treated her like shit. They shut down her operation, and then she pops up, and then they go pop pop, and you see her face in front of the camera. I was like, what? <laughs> she only. <God. laughs> She, she said, what is, what is everybody going to do? We're being, Markovia's coming through, and they're, oh. they're invading. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I she deserves better. She yeah, really did. I, that, that was just as bad as Todd. Yeah, that, that was, was just, yeah. well, that was worse. Her face. Yeah. I didn't see I, her hands, so we just saw her face. Uh-huh. I'm, where has she been? Where has she been living? Um, I thought she made it out. Could she not have gone to South Fr- Whatever. I don't like that they just killed her. Don't pop her up just to pop her dead. Like, what the fuck was that? Well, I mean, it was a lot of people that showed up that hadn't been around. Braxton showed all, back up. I, where's Braxton well, we, being? We're going to get to a couple of them this episode. <laughs> Listeners at home, when you, um, we, just, I don't know, tell who died, take a drink. So take your first drink. Jamila's dead. So immediately. Okay. <laughs> Immediately after she died and dropped her camera, not even a full second, we cut right back to the fight. Like, okay, yeah. that shit out the way. Yeah. <laughs> we Thank see goodness. Now this looked odd to me. Jefferson in his Alpha Phi Alpha suit doing his AKA stroll, he's walking towards Gravedigger while 12 Markovian niggas is just, just taking his daughter. Just sneaking up, just like. And I was like. <laughs> What the fuck is this? <laughs> how in the fuck? Like how? 
It was too easy. It was too easy. Ooh. Too like, easy. They could have did that while they were fighting. That would have yeah. made more sense. He's just walking. Well, he was having an emotional speech saying, going through their family history. Your mom, we're, we're blood. And he was like, he was like, well, no, we're not. And he was like, your your great grand uh, your granddad's name is Sam, and someone somebody else's name is Jack. And he was like, that's Markovian. He was like, you ain't got no right toe. How do yeah. you know that? <laughs> Which he said, I never showed nobody my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Who? How do you know these things about me? You must have watched the up the back episodes. See, <laughs> this is why I was so pissed because this should have had some emotional weight. Like you could have, Mm-mm. instead of put, having Lynn be fucking addicted to drugs, she could have spent this season trying to figure out what the fuck is like. This could have been the thing. Like, oh shit, this these niggas is related. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna fuck about. So what? So <sighs> what? We can be related, but I still got to whoop your ass. You're trying to kill my family. I don't fucking care. I well, no, that's what Grave Digger said. So what? Jefferson with his "I have a dream" speech asked, "It's like, yo, let's let's can we talk?" No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that shit. Um, and Grave Digger was like, "Oh, we just kidnapped your daughter." So yeah. <laughs> that shit. I don't know. I mean, I, and then he I don't, now Jefferson did do one thing that was smart. He got the fuck up out of there. He's been he's been down that road before. <laughs> yeah, it's like he was like, yeah, there ain't no winning this <laughs> this current battle. He has the strength of ten he was side like, characters of the week. I can't handle him. He was like, dang, what? he way stronger than Wendy Hernandez. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> looking like Uncle Fester. I gotta I gotta say this, man. They really shouldn't have introduced him as his like great uncle, and I, I just, I just, I don't like it. I don't like the fact that he has to go through his family tree. I don't like that they used the 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 white guy or the Russian dude or whatever as like he was the MacGuffin. He was yeah. the, he was the he was the he was. I didn't like the twist. Like he I really, I, I feel like I kind of I kind of follow up with what you were saying, Ray. Even if they didn't do a breadcrumb in a season past. If they would have introduced Gravedigger from the very beginning, like if they was like Markovia, we know Markovia is coming, and he is the leader, and and I'm pretty sure Black Lightning would have been like, oh, they got a brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got a, and then again, I I, I agree with you on on that too. That should have been Lynn's like white whale. That should have been her Moby Dick. Like she was like, mm. I gotta figure out. I'm gonna figure out who this guy is. It's a big mystery behind him, and I think I'm going to figure out who it is. And then I would have cared about the whole family history and all this other stuff. But, like, throwing this dude in post-crisis and and him being the leader of the Markovians and all of this, him being, like, the alpha meta is, I don't like that. It just, it doesn't yeah. appeal to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that if they weren't related. Um. Because to me, that's giving me Super Soldier Magneto. And I'm good with that. Right. But they, they handled him all wrong. He's good. I like the character. Uh, but they handled this, I don't I want to say terribly, because it made an, a, an effect, a lasting effect. But I don't think, I think when you come from some, when you come from a Tobias mm-hmm. who was done so well, and I think Gravedigger is done really well, 
it would have been better to me if yeah he could be the big bad villain but if that was more or less lens tobias yeah because he he's like a combination of all this scientific like he's his existence is her specialty mm-hmm. so i don't know man it it happened so um jefferson shot um gravedigger into i don't know of the fence and he skiweed the fuck on out of there and then we move on to Garfield Hyde, which is, you know who's on the... Okay, can we talk for a minute Sergeant about... Sergeant White Guilt. Sergeant, yep, yeah, Sergeant White Guilt showed up. And it looks like everybody on Black Lightning's team <laughs> got like a Zara or an H&M like <laughs> year season tickets or something. Because these, these are some comic book outfits. I'm not even shitting on them. Like everything, like you can draw this Zara. and it would look great in, in the comic but man, are they wearing some of the fanciest jackets and sweaters? <laughs> this nigga. He said Him and then what's homegirl? What's the chick? Is she the Latina girl? Juggernaut Junior. Who? Juggernaut Junior. I don't know her name. Sure. Um, little Jugger. Little, little Juggernaut. She. Even her. She has like a harness vest with like a black denim combination. Like I'm. I'm here for the outfits, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like Blackbird, but better. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Well, that character uh, doesn't exist anymore. Clearly, too. We know. Look, hmm. um, that. so yeah, we're under. Oh, go ahead. Oh, who me? Oh, I thought you were saying something. No, no, you know, I was just saying. On. I was. I like how they just kind of buried that whole Blackbird thing. Like, no, they're not going to say anything about that either. Like that. Kind of got buried, dead, and she's thunder all the time now. Well, you know, you gotta have the family to be. I don't know. Uh, We go from that to Odell, Bill duking it up, talking to Braxton and uh, Panson, Lieutenant Broad Shoulders. And this is what made me even more upset. We get two seconds of (laughs) clapback news being murdered, and he's like. Yeah, make sure this doesn't ever hit the airwaves. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, I get it. I get it. I get it. I was like, what the fuck? She died for nothing? Yep. And that's, All that's, these dogs. She died know? for Freeland. No, she didn't. <laughs> she died for she salt to the wound. She died for, she died for Freeland, man. For Freeland. It, it, for the revolution. Now, what, hold on. if the woman who actually had sex with her don't give a fuck about her, <laughs> Freeland sure as hell ain't gonna do nothing about clap back. She belongs to the Freeland streets now, cause goddamn. Um, what? So ain't her ain't her cousin on Supergirl, Jimmy Olsen? No, he left too. Uh, he was, he's gone. He yeah he he's in a small town somewhere. He you know he left there to go to Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> Oh man, I'm sick. Right in there, beating Grace's ass. He, she, wow, they didn't, they didn't fucking eliminated that bloodline. That's see, mm-mm. that's what happened. That's what happened when you make the Olsons black. I, okay. Oh god. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So at this point, Odell's like, "Look, nigga, I'm still finna sit in this chair. I'm taller than everybody on this fucking show." So I want y'all to just kill everybody, wrap up the uh, loose ends, take care of this shit. And I like that uh, pants and belts was like, man, what? 
Like you trying to do what now? But she's been she's that's been that's been her character here recently. Like she really has been like, look, like when they was trying to send out those metas and she was like, they they haven't been trained or anything. He was like, I don't pay you to talk. I pay you to do what I tell you to do. Now yeah, go out there definitely. and send those metas out there. Yeah, I I like her. She she gives me Dr. Jace, but on the other end of the spectrum, like she's working for the ASA. She's gonna do what the fuck she gotta do. I think her like kind of come to Jesus moment of like, okay, something ain't right. I think she played it better than Sergeant Whitegill. I think maybe she's a better actress, but I just like her better. Fuck him. Cause why is he even still here? Um, Cause he's how, was white uh, guilt. <laughs> fuck him, bro. Uh, I have a question. What the fuck is this show even doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's not necessarily negative. I'm just saying like, does this episode feel out of sync with the rest of the season or even season two and season one? Does it feel like it's even the same show? I mean, it seems out of sync because it was good. <laughs> you took my joke. You took my joke, Dan, you Robert. <laughs> yeah, it seemed out of sync. Yeah, because it was good. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, um, you know, they're definitely my biggest, my biggest right with this episode are there are things that should have been established in previous episodes or should have happened in episodes mm-hmm. or should have happened throughout the season mm-hmm. um, and everything that I wanted from the season I got in one episode and that's not good mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. that is not good at all nope. like there um I t- I always you know the the season I tell people if they ever want a good representation of how great the Arrowverse can be as a second season of Arrow. Oh, God, when, yes. When Slade came back like a fucking boss. Mm-hmm. And they had kind of set up his relationship with uh, Oliver in previous seasons. So that had already been built up. And then you saw something that happened that caused Slade to kind of turn. But see, when they revealed that it was him, mm-hmm. everybody, and everybody who was watching that show was just like, wow, because it had built up to that. Yeah. Um, and then also you kind of saw the collateral damage and all the stuff that kind of fell off from that. And that's kind of what I wanted from this season. Um, mm. you know, with the bigger thing of like, we're, ha- we're fighting a war on American soil. There's only so much of the whole thing of, well, we're not going to help these Negroes. <laughs> it was just like, you're yeah. fighting a war on American soil. Like, I understand like, you know, the U S government always turns its back on us, but they always kind of seem to give a fuck when somebody's invading, you know, the United States. So, and yeah, but I, I just felt that's what this episode, I mean, was for me is just the missed opportunities of the season. Okay. Um, I kept being reminded of it because the episode for me overall was good. Should have been longer, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I found it odd that Markovia was able to attack when these niggas is in Georgia. Like, this ain't New York. No. This ain't no coastal state. Like, this is... You You have to go in... Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We get back from commercial break, and Jefferson is, again, he's b- crossing the burning skies. Um, he's stupid. Because he loves his AKA. God damn it. He loves his And jacket. he's like, Gamby, I need you. <laughs> and I like the idea that Gamby just has an intercom in his ear at all times. It's like, just waiting. And uh, he's like, yeah, I can't find Jen, such and such, whatever. He run downstairs for TC. And TC's like, look, 
white men. I'm finna go and search some shit. I don't know, whatever technical shit. Actually, he and was I'm, asking him uh, to be adopted. He was like, could you adopt me? And TC was like, nigga, I'm older than you. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> See how you be doing, TC, man. You ain't right, man. No, I like him. I but watch Joe bro- Lewis. He <laughs> 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 was dating white women back in the day. No, <laughs> <laughs> bro. No, um, that's I like TC though because when okay, everybody has to play pretend when they're using their powers, you know, Jefferson especially. But I like that everybody else got all this like CGI shit where you can just like wave your arms. TC has to just like really they don't do shit but change his eye color. Yeah, and he he sells it for me. Mm-hmm. Versus Jennifer, you know, she can do whatever because her whole body gonna turn into the phoenix or something. Uh, so yeah, that's why I was looking what at a, the episode. And I was like, you know what? what I really joke. like TC. I like because he's you have to commit. And I don't know how foolish or silly they might feel or if they're comfortable doing this, but he don't his CGI ain't like everybody else's. He's right. just very subtle. So I think he's he does great at what he does. He could have been on forty four hundred. Yes. <laughs> With that budget, he, he fainted a little bit too much, though. I don't know, man. He you stupid. That's you're terrible. First of all, TC is my boy, but he got his ass beat. Whatever. No, we, that's my aunt because he older than me. But he got his ass <laughs> we move okay. past TC in the Bat Cave, and we get to Jennifer being locked up in this prison, this uh rubber prison. From yeah, from X Men. And then we have this really, this is one of my favorite scenes. It's okay. a conversation that Gravedigger and, and Jennifer have about um, what he's doing. And he's like, I'm not, you know, he keeps saying, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here to free you. I'm here to free uh-huh. you. Markovia has given us a place to take all the metas. We can have our own state. We can live regular lives. And she's like, I'm not believing that trash. Now, I like that because. One thing that, that 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 was good about this was she's fell for it before early in the yep. season with Odell, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's good. She ain't falling for the BS no more. And he mm-hmm. kinds of talk. He goes into talking about how America's been treating us, and and it's kind of a metaphor for like black people and stuff like that. But we, you know, he's using metas. But they're going back and forth, and they they have a a, a back and forth about. Uh, leaders like like Martin Luther King and he was like oh Obama and then he, he just goes in on Obama he just bought and paid for by was, rich liberals. right rich liberals um it was a really good moment I like that because he's basically he's basically saying look I'm really here to take you to where you can be who you are who you mm-hmm. want to be you don't have to be here going through the same crap that you've been going through all season you can actually come to Markovia <laughs> with me. All season. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't stay your whole life. He said all season. <laughs> and you can come over here to Markovia and you can man, I really like this. I really like that. He was a, he said, You ain't you ain't lived. You don't know nothing, little girl. He said, I'm a hundred years old. Which means do you know how do you know how my my He's grand, older than a hundred. My grandma yeah, he probably is. My grandma uh, my my grandma is like ninety six years old, and she didn't seen some stuff. Yeah. So but, being that being black, it ain't even got nothing to do with him being a meta. Being black and saying I lived a hundred years, he didn't seen some stuff. But then you got to think Jefferson is in your parents' generation. So saying that to say, if your grandma is ninety nine, that means 
she is in Grave Diggers Generation, which means add 99 to hell. Let's say just starting in 1960. That, this nigga is old. He's but, old. And he has seen some real racist stuff, not even on the meta side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is, it reminds me a lot of the 4400. Yeah. It reminds me of Killmonger and Magneto. Um, and I have to say, I wasn't really feeling Jen in this scene. You know, um, I, I, you know, I kind of, I gave it to her. Um, this would have been the scene that I could have gone on Twitter about and said, hey, you killed it versus her talking with her two selves. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. that, when she had that in that episode, mm-hmm. uh, everybody on Twitter like seemed to love that shit. But like, this I hated one, it. Yeah, this, this one I felt worked because she was working off of somebody who didn't go to the Tyler Perry School of Acting. And at any time, any time you can work off of a good actor, even yeah. if, like, even, and I'm not saying that she's, I actually, you know, between the two sisters, I actually like her, you know, when it comes to, because I felt the second, the second season was her and she owned that. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I don't know what happened this season, but this scene in particular, because she was working off of Wayne Brady, who has been yeah. bringing it, you know, for the season. That's why I kind of felt that. You know, her going against the speechifying of him, and like he was just getting frustrated, and mm-hmm. and then you have this yeah. whole generational thing where she was, she could have practically said, "Okay, boomer," you know, yeah. that shit. Yeah, she could have actually said that shit, and then I, that's where I, I saw even like outside of the blackness, like there was a generational thing there going, and, yeah, yeah, and then also you know you get into the, you know the the idea of the uh, philosophy philosophizing of yeah. You know, Magneto on the shit. Actually, Charles Xavier now with yeah. Procopa. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. They, they, get, they get a little bit too woke on X-Men for uh, <laughs> oh. white boys. I'm sorry. Like, if y'all ain't reading X-Men right now, this Please. is the wokest that shit has ever been. But <laughs> at, um, I know separate publisher, but I this this is what black this is what makes Black Lightning Black Lightning, and it mm-hmm. works. Um, and I I enjoyed it. This is actually. Probably, this is my favorite. Outside of some of the fights, this is probably one of my favorite scenes. Okay, yeah. I could see that. Uh, my issue with Jennifer was not her acting; it was more or less her argument, which okay. I realized I came more down on the side of Gravedigger. So I think she held her own. Yeah, I just I didn't. This scene to me, after everything was said and done, it felt like it. Not that it didn't matter, but what was the point of kidnapping her if you're just throwing her in here? And then like, there's no. I was expecting. For her father to show up, and now it's a, a fight between the three of them, or for her to break out. Like if it, it seemed odd to, like just lock her up there, and there were no other metas locked up who maybe resisted. I don't know. Maybe I was expecting something that they weren't trying to do, but I was like, "This is good, but what the fuck is what is what is next?" I didn't. So um, I know you, I asked you wasn't you wasn't ready. You weren't uh, ready, were you? No, I was, and I wasn't ready for how good the episode was gonna be. So maybe that was it. Like, what the fuck? Academy Award winning acting? What the fuck is this? No, um, I asked on Twitter during this scene, whose side of the argument did you fall on? Just at the the um, Twitterverse at large, and seventy two point seven percent came down on Jennifer, where twenty seven point three came down on Gravedigger. So I wonder, like. Who makes up these different factions? Because I know why I agree with Gravedigger, but I also understood where Jennifer was coming from. But 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then we get a uh, I don't know St. Louis finest, I guess, or I don't know uh, St. Louis. Payne. Yes, yes, Cole. St. Louis finest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this nigga from. Wait, before you uh, even wait, let me just say this. Before you get into the scene, I got to say that this. this is about the scene. Can this be his permanent theme music, please? Yeah, it was. Um, they they had some fire ass music in this episode, and he. Oh, um, please. Yeah, that this confirms to me that um, he might be the crossover element from Black Lightning to go into other shows. Yeah, I can he see has, that too. He he might be the one because, like you say, he's already made the tour. Of Riverdale, mm-hmm. now Black Lightning, and I think that he would be the guy that they could easily send up to Vancouver to mm-hmm. on any of these shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, yeah, and, and it could work because, like, shit, the most Wild Dog does is he has two guns and a, and a hockey mask, and mm-hmm. um, so I'm like, you could actually send somebody who has the actual train. <laughs> oh, no, like he was a soldier. Now let me not say that, but uh, <laughs> I just remember it was dog like, Wild Dog. No, when Wild Dog like clapped back at Supergirl for being an alien, mm-hmm. I was like, first of all, this shit came out of left field. That was during <laughs> one of the crossovers. He was like, I can't stand aliens. I'm right. like, hey, take your gun, throw an ass back to Texas. <laughs> he got rubber bullets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think that Khalil, and it was for some reason, it was this scene that made me think that he could be kind of their crossover element that could go to other shows. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'll tell you what it is. He is conventionally attractive. He is he has the physique and everything. Remember, Cole, when I was telling you about CW shows, they have this sheen of no matter what, mm-hmm. you're you you are an attractive person who can act and sometimes can't. He can act well. When you watch Riverdale and you watch Black Lightning, he's acting well in both, but there are two different types of roles. Mm-hmm. He has the look, like you dress him up in painkiller. That's one of the that's pretty much uh, Blackbird's outfit, but done better. Yeah, yeah. done um, right. Actually, done right. And so he could easily make a tour through all of these CW shows. Season four, have this nigga trying to find himself while he go through Metropolis, go through yeah. Central City, go through the fucking Legends, wherever the fuck they live. Like he could do that. <laughs> I just, I think he's the only one who I can think of, and I would seriously not question that he's on another show. And his acting would be up to par. So let yeah, me no. throw this idea out here then, mm-hmm. if since you guys are going that route. Let me throw this out here and let me see what you think. Why not make Painkiller a mercenary for hire? You can. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like, why doesn't he, if he going to do these crossovers, let him be a mercenary for hire. He he goes to Central City to to assassinate this uh, one dude, you know what I'm saying? This this embassy guy, whatever, and and the Flash has got to deal with him. So I, well, I I feel I feel where you guys are coming from with the crossover appeal stuff. I just yeah. want him to have that theme music when he does it because that is that that music <laughs> was fire, fire, okay. and his that scene. It was just a random scene. Like he wouldn't even really. He just went to get a gun. He went to get a gun. <laughs> and he, he did a flip. He flipped you gotta it. also look at the way they shot this scene. Like when this man, and I don't think they've done this with other. When he walked in and this nigga flipped, they rotated the, the fucking can- camera. Yeah. I was like, like where y'all? What was the budget for that? Huh? Where y'all? Where y'all find the money for that? <laughs> to to re- rotate a camera, nigga. 
Uh, you've seen the same same season I've seen, sir, and they well, haven't spent any money yeah. on that kind of stuff. That was amazing. Yeah, Just for was, a gun. It fit, his, it fit his character, and yeah, I, yeah. Like I think, what is it, Robert? No, no. Finish what you're gonna say, man. I I want to know who is this show for, and I I know that's a general question, but this question first entered my head when we had the scene with Gravedigger and his great-great-great-niece Jennifer locked up in this damn uh, bunker. And I say that because, yes, it's a black show, and it's blackity-black at times, but if you trying to incorporate this into the CW world at large, it's sad to say, but we know how this is. A lot of times you have to make it palatable for white people. Would that scene have worked if it had have been some kind of way inserted in the Flash or Supergirl? Like... Now there, see there. Um, one of the things I think of people they've come, they've accepted, and this is whether it came out of the gate with that this show is like y'all said unapolog- unapologetically black. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like if you see painkiller, if you see painkiller, let's say pop up in the Flash, because let's say the Flash seems to have the closest relationship to Black Lightning at, mm-hmm. at this point. And also, there's a really good article where they said that now that the showrunner of The Flash is black, they've inserted blackness into that show. Okay. <laughs> like, they opened up this season with a barbecue. Right. So, anyways, um, yeah. Good it was, one, it was too. Cool, it was but, good one. Um, <clears throat> but the showrunner is Eric Wallace. So, let's say that Painkiller came. I don't think that you would get the music. Because at that point, they would be like, well, it's forced. And that's not The Flash. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so it's, I mean, you could say that for, I guess, Black Lightning would be the, the best example because, let's say, culturally and aesthetically and just on a bunch of different levels, that show is definitely way different than any other show that they have. So I don't think that they would try to force it. They'd be like, you know, he would come in because otherwise you're going to get moments like Black Lightning at the Justice League. Yeah. Your brother, like if Painkiller comes in saying shit like that, I'm turning the episode off. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But yeah, but I don't. But <clears throat> the other, I, and I think that it could still work, you know, especially for him because I think, like you said, he fits all of the check marks, you know, the boxes mm-hmm. um, for what the CW sees as, you know, being the money makers. Mm-hmm. So, but um, no, this scene confirmed it for me. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we go from there to Cole's favorite. Um, Lady Eve. Man, she was so fine. Man, that woman, that that woman is fine, boy. She was slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. (laughs) She was so fine. I said, good lord. And she faces Uh, off against Sergeant Broad Shoulders. I want to go on record as saying these twins are useless. Yeah. (laughs) Every time this motherfucker dies, she with them. They got their ass beat by Gambi, which is a big deal because Gambi is an ex-spy. But how you talking about, I need to have my kids with me. De- Destiny and the, and the chicks at the brothel was doing more shit than them. Fuck them twins. In the first season, they, they were handling their shit. But yeah, this well, season- <laughs> post-crisis, they don't know how to fight. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> shit. God damn it. I hated that. So yeah. I don't know if you guys seen the setup from the jump. Like I did, but I was like, "Oh, somebody's dying this uh, this uh, this scene." 
I was like, there's no way you could just have them both in this shady underground tunnel talking about exchanging information and nobody get killed. Like I was either, I was thinking either Lady E was gonna kill Sergeant Broad's shoulders or vice versa. And technically both happened. <laughs> Cause Well, well, you know, I have a I have a friend and Mac, if you listen to this, this is my shout out to you. He said no, nobody no dead. So oh. I, don't if, I don't know if Lady Eve is dead. Um, I, I mean, you know, the scene basically plays out. She gives the location of the briefcase to I don't know what it's called, a short, <laughs> Sergeant Sergeant Broadshoulder, sir. But, um, to, yeah, to um, Odell's second or third in the command, and yeah. then Lady Eve realizes that <clears throat> they're about to bomb the fuck out of Freeland. So. And then it just, I mean, I will say, like, the way the scene was play, played out was kind of choppy. It was weird. Because at a certain point, like, when they started shooting, I was like, oh, oh, this has happened. And then Lady Eve called. She she is bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. And I thought that, oh, the, the, sar- the soldier was dead. Yeah. I thought everybody in there was dead. So when she pops up later out, later on... I was like, oh, okay, so she's alive. And uh, Lady she calls Lala. And I guess that's apparently what <laughs> confirms to Lala, like, oh, shit. I guess uh, this is true <laughs> that we're about to be screwed over. Maybe maybe, you, maybe you do need my soldiers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe I do need to put my soldiers on the street. Yeah, I, he's, man. He's, <laughs> What was your problem with it, Ray? Because you look like... Yeah, because, bro, look, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm mad. I need your you know, soldiers. It's my same issue I've had all season. Why is Lala and Lady Eve such a fucking afterthought? You could have easily yeah. Yeah. made them a B or a C plot in every episode. Mm-hmm. This shit, I felt like if just like with. Oh, you're my great 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 uncle. My granddad name is Ben. He was your little brother. Y'all lived in a little farm in Chattahoochee. Like all that shit, like that. It was cool, but it didn't matter because you didn't set it up. So when this happened, and she called it for Lala, and I get active schedules and shit be off and shit be different, but I feel like what was the fuck was the point? We know these niggas can come back to life. Mm-hmm. So they're deaf, you gotta make it matter. If you know that they're gonna bomb Freeland, then that makes it the stakes raised because you can't bring them back when the Lazarus pit is, is destroyed. But I like the scene. Um, I thought everything went well. But her calling Lala was just like, okay, y'all teaming up now? Do you not have magical words over him? Is this more important than that? Were you going to double cross? I feel like it was like a waste. But you got to think about it, Doreen. She wanted to stay in, like, she wanted to stay in Freeland. They were going to send her off to Gotham, which clicked in her head like, oh, they're going to do something. They're going to do something to Freeland. And I've got to, like, I, for some strange reason, people love it and Freeland, I guess, because of, of, of what it is. The taxes. It's low taxes. <laughs> Um, no, no, I get all of that. What I'm saying is the show did not make this matter. I get that she would even call him. Cool. But we've seen them together maybe three times. And those were the three times they were on screen. Like, Lala was here in pre-crisis for a couple scenes. But 
he didn't even see. I, it just felt, it felt like, like the B plot was just dropped. Like nobody, I, I didn't feel like it was, it was, it wasn't satisfying. Well, I mean, so, so the other, the other part of that is the last few episodes, her and Lala have just been at each other's throats. There's nothing, there's nothing has been amicable between the two of them. They don't have a partnership. They have a relationship where she says, "dum dum did it," and then he sits on yeah. um, and twitches like a crackhead. That was the stupidest shit I had seen in a minute. Um, but then, and, was, and then, but then he holds one. He holds one of her women hostages. She she doesn't use the words. Uh, what the hell? That was. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that pissed me off. That was another off-screen shit. Cause she, cause she, she popped up with a gun in the back of her head. But basically, the point being made is that she has no reason to call him. Specifically, of all people, of all people, like he, she didn't even call her second in command, or even well, the twins were dead at that point. Yeah, her second. But um, yeah. you know, or one of the women, at, you know, her, her, I guess the no, one no, no. in the brothel. No, no, no. She did because she said destiny called Lala or something like this. So she. Did, but that still makes no sense to call. Well, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, her her dying breath is too. I mean, basically, the only reason they had her call Lala is to set up what happened later on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's which even that's man. all. It was. So, hey, yeah. Uh, um, I didn't know sure. you felt so strongly about that. I I didn't know that really it's hurt because you. it was. It's frustrating because I feel like when you know you only have a big star for a certain amount of episodes, like. Lady Eve, like Gravedigger, like Perenna, you need to do better at utilizing them. Does Jill Scott even live in Atlanta? Not to my no. knowledge. Not that I know of. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. I mean, she seems like she would live in like Chicago or something. I don't know. I, did you say what's the difference in Chicago? No, I said she seems like she would be staying in like Chicago or somewhere I in mean, the Midwest. She's from Philly. Yeah. She might still Either live way. in Philly. She could live good in Philly. Yeah, I don't or know. Or she can live I'm, good I'm, in Alabama, where I live at, with mm, me or my condo. Yeah, you got it. I would Alabama kiss that. I would kiss condo. that woman and tell her she was beautiful every day of her life. Every day, every day. Yes, she's so fine. Yes, that's fine. Yes, you will. That's fine, woman, right there. But you don't get that every day. You sure and don't. I, and I know she can cook. Mm. Hmm. Moving yeah. on, we see that Tobias. Tob Tobias has gotten his Russian on with this a hat that my uncle used to have. I had an uncle that lived in Dayton, Ohio. He used to have the same outfit. I kid you not. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> he had the same outfit. He used to go bowling in that outfit. And so mm -hmm. he, he sit, he's sitting here with um, Brent Gate Jr. Uh, waking up out of the bed. Huh? No, ain't that the nigga who kidnapped him and Lee? Yeah, Brunch Gay Jr., the second. Brunch Gay, the second. Where, where did his accent go? Never mind, go ahead. <laughs> you, no, you, it's where, all you. I'm going to be said, quiet. He where did his accent go? <laughs> he wakes up and he finds out that this is the man who told on him. Told He was like, man. Jizzy, and, the, and the guy goes for his gun and Tobias just... Pours the bullets in his hand, like, come on, man, I've been sitting here for days. <laughs> what are you talking about? And so he kind of goes back and forth, and he was like, if it isn't the Judas, and then um, the thick apparently, Judas, yeah, thick lip Judas, and the, apparently the guy still stays with his mom and all kinds of other things. And 
this shit was weird. Yeah, it was kind of strange. I was like, where are we going with this? And then... Well, and they, and they tried to give an explanation of, like, why is there a second black person in Markovia? Um, because you remember, he was a scientist working at the... Um, yeah. The bunker. That's who he was. He was a scientist working with the Markovians. And so there you I, you'd have to take it back like when they first introduced jace and uh lynn being held hostage in mm-hmm. Russia, he actually treated tobias uh, yeah he was that's, dude. yeah that's why he was but is he not the guy who kidnapped tobias and lynn no 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 that's that's a that's the guy that got beat down by lala and them Come on because, now, they don't all look the no, same. No, no, buddy. no, 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 no. The one who got beat down by Lala is the scientist who worked with Lynn in the ASA. No, that right. dude, that dude was different. No, I'm talking about. Remember when that when Tobias and Lynn first escaped and the nigga shot them in the back of the neck before White Guilt got there. That might have just been, that, that might have just been the same black guy, because yeah. that's when they introduced. That's when she. You remember that's when she got kidnapped. That's when that's that's when she I got think kidnapped. It's that nigga. Yeah, and see, but see, remember that's when he made the comment about, you know, that's why Tobias made that comment about having a black mother and a white, like a Markovian. He said something to that mm. effect in this episode. Mm. But that's oh. the guy. Yeah, that's the guy who was working with the Markovians. Markovians. Um, so I, I can't remember his relation to Tobias outside of like experimenting on him or yeah. talking yeah. shit. But that's why he singled him out specifically. Okay, good. Well, yeah. then I feel better. Wait, okay. so that wasn't the dude that they beat up? That okay, okay. No, that wasn't. No, he a got a longer yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. That nigga, yeah his he head. Like, he, he got a rhinoceros head. Y'all established that last week. <laughs> his head, yeah, that was, his yeah. head was looked like a ninja turtle. That boy, like a like a pill bottle. <laughs> and I'm talking about um, the old Ninja Turtle movie, not the new ones. When they can't close their mouth, and you right? See yeah, right. You see their teeth, them Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That shit gross, bro. Uh, Couldn't even well, fit back in the shell. Uh, Tobias is like, hey, Dawson be done, you motherfucker. And uh, then we go to commercial. And we come back. <laughs> and TC falls out. <laughs> okay, not too much on TC. He do now- fall out. That's, that's how he come back from commercial. He falls out on the ground. And Brandon okay. is still mad about his mom. You killed Dr. Jason, killed my mother. But he still okay. got that. His skin, his skin still look good though, bro. If he, nothing else. <laughs> that nigga do his his skincare routine. Uh, proactive, so, huh? He go. He's with proactive. Yeah, they sponsored they this episode. Too. They hit that lighting just right. His curls was popping like chili. I know. Uh, so we pretty much <laughs> we have established that we found out. What Jen, okay, Cole. <laughs> so we found out what Jen is. Uh, based on her signature and whatever, some shit that can't be said. And yeah. so Brandon randomly pops down the steps like, yeah, man, where we going? First of all, sis, where have you been? Why are you right there? Uh, okay, wait a minute. Wait one second. Wait one second. What was him... Kid- he kidnapped Dr. Jace to get information out of her. Mm-hmm. Did he get it? Nope. Did he not get it? No. What is the problem? I don't understand what he. Well, last time we seen them two together, he was playing Call of Duty, and she was just like, "You're never gonna get what you want out of me." He was like, "Don't worry, I will." But then he pops up at the Gamby Cave, and now he's just like, "If Jen needs help, I'm I'm there because she didn't love she didn't love me like she loved uh, Khalil, but I'm gonna make her love me because watch I'm gonna be the hero." 
Robert. And, um, so <laughs> <laughs> the thing that stood out to me about this scene was that Gamby seemed to be the only one that gave a fuck that TC was laying on the ground bleeding from the nose <laughs> because Jefferson Jefferson was stepped, like he stepped over him. Yeah, he stepped over him. <laughs> and Gamby is on the ground. And then like Jefferson turns the brain, he's like, You ready? And I'm like I was like, wow, that was that was fucked up. But he didn't give a fuck uh, about his own daughter. No, nah, no, nah, well, no. Nah, apparently, when it comes to family, he just says, fuck these kids. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. TC bleeding from the nose after trying to find oh your God. number one villain for this season. Yeah. Um, and he just, he just uh, fell out, and Jefferson was like, let's go. Um, and <laughs> Brandon has, I specifically put that in the notes. <laughs> Brandon has slowly but surely gone from oh irritating to I don't give a fuck. Because there were bodies dropping this entire episode. Oh I God. thought he was going to be one of them. Um, but yeah. apparently not because they need to introduce apparently a new love interest for Jen. Um, I don't... Um, and the other part of that is what happens in the next scene. I told y'all my theory about first I thought he was Geostorm. And then when Jace dropped that little tidbit about your dad, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so his father is You Geo- know who it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. But because that shit came out of left field for me, what happened to Jace. Um, and it kind of pissed me off because she was one of the few characters that I, I mean, like, I enjoyed her. Like, if I ever meet that actress, I'm like, you, you're one of the most despicable people on TV, but you played that role you know, to the hill. Um, yeah, yeah, fact, she, yeah, they she had really two did. Episodes where she just didn't say shit about it. I'm like, just go ahead and establish who this kid is, you know, and and then you could introduce, like you said, a um, a conveniently attractive white guy with a fake Russian accent to be Breon. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. I think Braxton was his daddy. Huh? You think so? I mean, probably not, but that nigga... Oh, you ain't show, oh my God. I just... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. man, you got everybody like, well, wait a minute. And then you're like, well, not really, no, I was, but... I, I was like, that nigga... Because what Lynn said, she was like, yeah, what they did to you when you was a kid. He's like, no, nah, bitch, I'm a fucking soldier. I'm I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep riding. And so I was he's like, like, okay. He said, I fucking worked at that hotel. Shit, fire gun <laughs> army. He hate dark skinned people. He said, with me all the time. I killed his ass at Cold and then I joined the army. No. Uh, yeah, but no, that would be nice. Why but, uh, is this so yeah. funny? I just, okay, <laughs> I just, um, <laughs> I just felt that, um, those two, that was the thing. TC fell out and they're like, fuck this thing. And then, um, and then he come in. And I was just like, when Brandon came in, I was like, just go back upstairs. Yeah, yeah, just me too. Back upstairs. I hate up. you. I was like, I hate you, Brandon. I hate yeah, you in your, your hair. Yeah, okay, that that was it for that scene. I'm sorry. He, but, didn't, he didn't do good. He didn't, the show, and I, I we get on the characters because, of course, they're the actors in the show, but the show really dropped the ball with him. Yeah. Like, he... Even with his little sandstorm he did, like that was trash. <laughs> but I could have accepted sandstorm. that. Sandstorm. You saw that fucking shit. He was that he throwing dust at people. <laughs> okay. But 
And I think the show really is fucking him over. And I hope he's not the love interest. Why can't Jen just have a fucking friend? He, to me, seems like her friend. But I know how the CW operates. I don't think that they're going to... I don't think they're going to make him the love interest. I think he will be the friend. I think I think that will they'll they gonna find Brandon is too small, his hair is too long, and he yeah, and he and he and he speaks like a Chihuahua. They're not gonna make him a love interest. Get out of here. He and he he does he throws sand at people. So no. Wait the pizza show up. <laughs> was fucked up is he threw his mom at Jace for the kill and then Bro. wasted his wasted his mom's ashes. Yeah. It's so like that was the one thing that was your shot, like Eminem said. Right. <laughs> right. Um I don't I just for some reason he just he was going and with the bodies that were dropping this episode, which I didn't expect. Oh, um, either me either. Me either. Yeah, I I actually thought Grace was only gonna be the only one to get it, but Oh, I can't wait to get to that part. Mm. Yeah, okay. So let's keep moving. Well, well, let's go. Let's go into what 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 happened after this. We we see Braxton go into um, the wonderful uh, Brandon's wonderful mansion that he bought purchased with blood diamonds. Second floor, and Mm. um, he shoot. Jace is like, oh, finally you're here. Like, get me out of here. And he's like, well, not necessarily. And he shoots her. And Mm. I was like. I was like, Jay's dead as fuck. Counting up loose ends. I mean, that's his mission. And there was no. Oh, finish up what you said. No, I mean, I I don't know what. I I mean, (laughs) that wasn't expected. (laughs) I didn't expect that. Like, I was just like, oh, like, he's going to probably, like, take her back and Odell kill her or something like that. Like, he just shot her twice and then. We go to the next scene. What do you? I, I, I know um, Robert talked about how he felt about Jace getting killed. What about you, Rain? I'm, I'm I'm with him. I wish she had stayed a bit longer. I'm okay with her being killed. I just wish it had been better than that. Like I wish maybe Lynn would have killed her or something. But you know, I mean, whatever. It's I think they're kind of cleaning house for season four. So i'm i'm okay with it but it's unfortunate because she was such a good character mm-hmm. like her tobias gravedigger like nigga nightcrawler cutter like you some pretty good well not so much nigga nightcrawler he he ain't do a whole lot but these are some some good solid villains mm-hmm. you know at, at varying degrees of villainy so but whatever fucker Sounds, Man, I sounds very know. familiar about some sounds like some paper bag skin looking guy said the same thing about having a rose gallery for black lightning other than just Tobias, but you know, nobody wants Ooh. to give no no I, I I hate you. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Moving so- forward. <laughs> I will say her death, even though I I hate to see her go, the way that it happened was unexpected, was very unexpected to me. And I I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Because that was some wire type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be watching a wire and then like somebody can go up the stairs and then get shot in the head. (laughs) And you'd be like, oh shit, we didn't hear about his contract, did we? (laughs) (laughs) That shit. But yeah, that, um, that came out of left field, and I was like, damn, okay, well, Brandon, you missed your opportunity. <laughs> so, yeah. Now he's going to look for the person yeah. who killed Jace. You killed oh. Jace, and you took that away from me. My hair is long. 
nigga, Samson ass nigga. Uh, so then we go to the streets of Freeland, actually Main Street, apparently. Where go ahead, Cole. You, yes. this, this all you. Yes. This all you. We got the Markovians busting through, coming down the streets, and who do we see? We see my dad and Two Big talking about <laughs> drinking some beer later on. And next thing I know, it's a shootout, and Two Big's like, "Man, there's too many of them. What we gonna do?" And he was like, "You know what to do." And Two Big pulls out a gun and he starts shooting. Two Big was shooting people, man. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> Two Big was shooting people. I'm like, oh Bro. snap. Two Big was like. Die, motherfucker, die! And he was, <laughs> and Henderson was like, "Cut that shit out! Oh, you deputized now!" And they, they in a big gunfight. He's like, "It's too many of them!" And so they have a big shootout on the main street. And then lo and behold, like Lala with his with his soldiers come through. It's okay, let me. Okay, pause one second. What's the name? What's the guy's name? Will? What's what's Colette? Colette. Colette. He he has been so good in this role as Lala yeah. up until the time he's shooting his gun because he yeah. looks like he is so he don't look like he ain't ever held a gun before in his life. That looked horrible. Him shooting that gun looked terrible. I don't know <laughs> what it was. I don't know if they didn't train him on time. I don't know if they just handed it to him. It was like, just shoot it. Just point it. Just, it's just like a camera. Aim and shoot. And he was like, okay, that's what I'm... He looked horrible. But they come through. They they uh, come from behind, kill the Markovians off, and then they stand in the middle of the street. And then my dad, Henderson, walks out, gives him a nod, and Lala gives him a nod, and then they walk back out. And I was like, man, that was kind of cool, other than him shooting that gun and that little... That whack pais- that Paisley shirt he has on. Okay, not too much on Lala. <laughs> Yeah, goddamn it! That shirt is Paisley. Get out of here! What'd you guys think about this scene, man? Robert, um, I actually I enjoyed it. Um, they, but the first note that I wrote was actually uh, it was good to see Henderson outside of hearing his voice. <laughs> and the gun battle that we saw this episode mm-hmm. should have been seen throughout the season. And I Ooh, said, Fuck. yeah. And that's the thing that really frustrated me is that every and and we should have known that something that gone down with his character specifically because there were like three or four episodes where we just kept hearing his voice like yeah yeah um, and when what happens later on it um it, it kind of added to the fact that I think that I mean they were gonna have a gun battle because they were gonna have to show the Markovians having some type of you know effect on yeah. you know the final push Mm -hmm. but specifically with him i think they were like let's give him this moment because we haven't shown that Mm -hmm. we have not shown that at really at all like this is what i would have loved to have seen throughout the season like reading about like an insurgency like Mm -hmm. a real insurgency Mm -hmm. yeah they could have done that and for i'm watching something about the um the assassination of malcolm x on netflix yeah that that is a very good documentary Yeah, they were talking about how, you know, the FBI and a lot of white people at the time were just like worried about black nationalism and yeah, you know yeah. them arming themselves or whatever. This could have been a season long thing of black people fighting white people in the streets. Mm, and, yeah. Well, I didn't and even think about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why 
that's why I, I enjoyed the scene. Uh, La La coming out, I just think like the director was like, do it like a gangster or some <laughs> shit. Like, I, I just, you know, there's Be this whole, black. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's this whole thing. Like, if I was a Markovian, I would have turned around with my soldier training. And I'm like, no, y'all are dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, him coming out with the one shot, you know, that was like some bullshit. Um, <laughs> but everybody, I mean, but them helping in that one scene was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, um, and then two big his scenes. But I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good scene. But I think, I think a lot of that was for, what's the actor's name? I just pulled him up, Damon Gump, Gupton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I did like it, but I didn't like much like what you said, Robert. That we got it now. Mm-hmm. When, where is the resistance? Where is the one hundred? Where is uh, Lady Eve's girls? Where are just the random <laughs> like? We had a whole fucking Illuminati council of blackness. That where these hoes at? Where that, where that lady at? Where life gen is looking like at? Like where? Where these niggas at? Like we could have they could have been an excellent C plot for every maybe every two or three episodes. You get like a good ten minutes to them. What so I, I I liked it I really did I enjoyed all of it the shootout and shit but I'm like where these other niggas at you set them up for what why for them not to show up at the end you got you could have killed them if that's the case kill everybody but let them show up yeah. so there could be some continuity like the only the only black person the only black bo- well no because he did too what's the boy Tariq or Tamar or whoever. Anyways, yeah, um, I liked it, but I just thought they could have did better. Yeah. Could have did better. Um, yeah, well, next up we get Braxton at the ASA Hotel. And he walk in on Lynn. He's like, look, motherfucker, I'll come in here to clear house. And she's like, hey, if we're going to get rid of, I don't know, uh, this nigga, you got to use my shit. Grave digger. Yeah, him. <laughs> If we're going to get rid of my great, 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 great uncle-in-law, we have to use all we got to get what we want. And he was like, don't let the money make you. No, so he's like, yeah, well, I come here to clean house and such and such. And she was like, oh, that means everything in my mind, too, huh? And he's like, yeah, bitch, I'm going to kill you. This nigga shooted her twice, and she go jump back. to have, like, a force field around. I'm like, whose power is this? So... <laughs> Yeah, you got a point. Whose power did she take? Huh? I don't. Nobody. They just made this shit up. It was a force field around her, man. Uh, Bella from uh, Twilight. So <laughs> she knocked this nigga across the room. But like, I guess he's dead. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> understanding either. I'm like, he he what died with he died with his eyes closed. Hmm. But she, I'm like, what are you? Lynn, what are, and then why? Okay, this is minor. This is very minor. But why is she in this lab coat? Like, you don't have to be dressed like this. This is um, like you going to. You're not going to work. Like, you need to go in and be getting shit. She need a big ass duffel bag, and so, but she got like a heels on, and a lab coat, and like, what, what are you doing? But did she know? So she knew they was gonna come kill her. I'm kind of confused I don't think she now. Knew that, but I knew she knew that you ain't supposed to be in here. <laughs> like, even if you, like even if you had the lab coat on, like have some joggers on and some boots or something, and be like getting in. And get, first of all, more importantly, 
How did she get in there? Oh, yeah, she ain't got access no more. Well, no, I remember at this... Okay, so, once again, the shit has been convoluted. At a certain point, the ASA had teamed up with the Pierces. Okay, I remember that. Markovia. So, when I think when they realized that Gravedigger... Um, even though Odell was plotting behind the scenes, they established that they were giving them some type of access or some type of assistance with trying to figure out, you know, the larger problem of Gravedigger. So that's okay. that's what I saw that as. Now, as far as yeah, makes more sense. I mean, that's her costume, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't know when I have to go into work and ain't nobody there. I got jeans and a T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. Yeah, Dalla not, um, not gonna talk bad about Lynn looking fabulous. She is gonna look at her best, even on Glimmer and and on her off time at work. So that was a that, nice Gucci suit that she had on. Gucci suit. No, <laughs> that the fact that um that just seems like a Braxton thing to do to die after being thrown against the wall. Just like you've had no shortage of <laughs> bad guys. Who have been thrown across walls and they, you know, overall rooms and they hit walls and then they're just unconscious. But it would be Braxton to be the one who died. <laughs> Did and wasn't he like able to absorb? Like it was something he was, he, was he, was, able he, to could, do. he could take Meta's powers and use it for his own. He so he do it that time. He didn't do it that time. I think his he had his to see for one. Just some shit like that. I don't know, <laughs> but. He would have been the perfect person to fight Gravedigger. I don't know. I mean, no, by that point, see, when I understand, like, in the earlier scene that, um, you know, the, the lady, Odell's, like, second in command. Yeah. And, oh, and Braxton were giving him side eye. But when Braxton killed Jace, I was like, he, this motherfucker is fully committed to the cause. And, oh, he, sure. he, he, and then also when What's-Her-Name went down and killed... Um, Jilly from Philly, yeah. I was like, once again, she is she is committed to the cause. No matter how much they, and that's still that's character development for them. Like mm, these two yeah. side characters, they know they on some bullshit, but they are like, well, fuck it, we still gonna follow these orders. Yeah, then we gotta we gotta do what's told what we're told to do. No preservation. I mean, even Braxton, and I gotta give that to him. He knew she was on some bullshit. I mean, he knew that Odell was on some bullshit and that she had a possible cure that he could help her out with, but he had been so brainwashed by that point. And also, apparently, that's an, another shout-out to Black Lightning, you know, self-hate. You yeah. know, he was a possible meta. Um, yeah. That shit came out of left field. But anyways, no, <laughs> but he, he, no, they had established that. He was a possible meta who hated his people. And... And he got his ass beat, you know, by being yeah. thrown against the wall. Good. Um, no, that's bad. <laughs> no, that's good because they need to get rid of him. They couldn't keep him on for a season four. I'm sure Brax is not doing. Brax is not doing nothing else. But him in combination with uh, Jill Scott, and then you know they bring it back Erica Alexander for Perina. Like you really think they can? I don't know about Erica Alexander. She got her own production company. Yeah. She's, Maybe not. She, yeah, she's chilling right now. She's like, I don't know. She got her own production company and comic book writer. And oh, for so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, we'll know by shit if they have a San Diego Comic Con. Um, they could always right. unviv her. They... No, no, you don't do that. <laughs> They've been they doing just, it. <laughs> they did uh, it with, with Henderson's uh, wife. 
Yeah, but that was another dark skinned woman. Even still, they ain't no Eric. Fuck it. Anywho, that yeah. shit better not happen. Uh, next up, after he get his ass whooped, we uh move on <laughs> to the inside. You know, the miseducation of painkiller. Um, you mean the Matrix? So had, huh? Did you mean the Matrix? Where yeah. they stole this shit from? This wait, is wait, the, wait, wait, okay. Wait. Before wait before we got just <laughs> running shaking your head that was, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> y'all do need to video record this shit <laughs> but um no before we got there it's just a brief scene grave digger walking through an alleyway of oh yeah bodies. like that and that was because I was like where are all these bodies and then it's just that's the type of off screen stuff that I can accept yeah know? yeah. Like, because it's effective. And then he just rolled, he just flew to the, because he got a call about um, where the metas were being held. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the same, no, it ain't even the same 12 metas. These are some random ass extras they found on the Atlanta streets. Yeah. Is, you know, <laughs> they so, said on the Atlanta streets. Yeah, they just, whatever. They change meta. They change these pockets every five minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, it's, <laughs> but then he just flies up. Yeah. He flies the fuck up, <laughs> just like after, and he just and just an alleyway of bodies, and then and then we go to the Matrix fight to a tribe called Quest. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they That's did place a tribe. That was yes. Hard. So they, yeah, this fight them? is because Painkiller is about to kill Jin, and this is the inner conflict between Painkiller and Khalil, and I like that. Um, why does Khalil have this Morbius outfit on? By the way, this well, flowing. I'm gonna tell you why. This, this, this flowing. This scene. He shops at H and M and Zara. Too. No, uh, so the the two outfits. That's an Aeropostale if I've ever seen it. Oh no, black <laughs> folks don't do Aeropostale. That ain't that ain't it. Not this leather fit. Um, Painkiller <laughs> is wearing a sleeveless leather half zip number. Whereas Khalil is wearing a very uh, get them draws type of outfit, it's like long, flowy rope. This reminds me a lot of the bodyguard. For he some looks reason. like no, he looks like Michael Morbius from the fucking Spider Man animated series. Terrible! Don't, come but, on! No, no, no! I think shirtless. Again, is, he's no, no, in no. a cardigan. He's I a say, long cardigan, this, shirtless. But Fuck this was here. deliberate because you can't. This man don't got no twins, so it was important that they give one of them something like a cape. Because I watched this fight scene <laughs> over a few times. No, because they wanted you need to obstruct his face. On the scenes we had in the hallway, there was very close quarters. It was dark, so this the stunt double or the extra whatever, of course, don't have Khalil's face, but he's light and he got his hair cut the same, and that was kind of easy. You say he was Mexican. With. By the way, this is the big ass white room with lights coming from everywhere, and they did a good job. They didn't do a great job because I could tell that this was a Blatino or a Blasian boy <laughs> because of Blatino. The, but I would, a Blatino side of his face. I'm huh? about to find the stun double. This fool said a Blatino. <laughs> Bro, I was catching the side of his face. I was like, man, because his head is a bit slimmer than Khalil's. And he's a little smaller. And I only noticed, I'm like, this nigga, this outfit ain't fitting him the way it fit. But they did it so quickly that if you ain't paying attention, you're like, okay, he really fighting himself. That being said, I think Jordan Calloway, much like how I felt about TC, I think Jordan Calloway did a good job 
of fighting himself twice because of course you had to shoot this shit twice. Mm-hmm. So when he like pulled the sword out and he looked back at himself, I just think that he did a really good job with the athletics of this scene, uh, with the choreography of this scene, and with having to do this back and forth. I'm pretty sure they shot this shit like four, five, six, seven, eight times. God damn it! Mm-hmm. And this was good. No, was I, good. I agree. I agree. I think the scene was good. Um, I did. It was a few spots here and there that I didn't like, especially like when they kind of. I don't know with the blurry. They I know. It. I know they were doing camera tricks to make you help us because they wanted both guys in the scene. Um, yeah. So I got that. But uh, this is straight up Matrix. This is Neo and, and what's the name? But it was it was effective. It was effective for what they were trying to do. But uh, I wasn't feeling you boys cardigan, long cardigan sweater with the shirt but it off. Was, but you notice when they like flipped him over and stuff, the, the, the jacket kept getting in the way of his face like that that's what i'm saying this has had to be i know you noticed it i'm, I'm sure you noticed because you didn't like his face getting covered up no well, shut up, nigga. <laughs> I, I can look at this motherfucker whenever i want yeah. you hear that jordan calloway i'm looking at you nigga no but i just think they did a, that was a good choice of outfits because even when he when the stunt double played painkiller and he kicked that nigga and he did like 30 flips in the air and then landed on his back and rolled over he wasn't wearing no cape then but them angles Kudos to the camera crew. Yeah, I, they they pulled it off. I thought it was good. They did that. What about you, Robert? Um, I'm sitting here like still trying to look for the stunt double. There's a <laughs> shit ton of stunt doubles on here. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I like the scene overall. You know, the um, him Khalil versus Painkiller um, is one of the things of the season that's worked for me. Um, and I didn't even know it was going to be a thing. You know, normally yeah. when you have, like, the situation of doubles working mm-hmm. off of each other, yeah. it just depends on if the actor can pull it off. And if the actor can't pull it off, then it looks like the goofiest shit that you've seen. But mm-hmm. with him, I really like it. Um, and the camera tricks I thought were pretty effective. And then when he... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in caps. I said, oh my God, the rope a dope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Yeah, and then when it hits that point in the a tribe called Quest song with um like the oh my God, you know, from Buster Rhymes, yeah. that's when the tempo of the fight turned more into Khalil's favor. And if I if if I'm if I'm right, I think. Uh, or maybe it just kind of hit like a really good speed, but at that point, like shit went down, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This dude needs his own show." Like, yeah. if, y'all are, if y'all get fucking Star Girl, <laughs> her Thank own you. show. Thank like, you. I think we, I think he deserves it just as much. But it was, it was a good scene. I felt, and then he, you know, he got control basically. Yeah. Yeah. And shit. He put his gun up and he walks off. And it felt kind of like Punisher on that was the Daredevil season two or three, whatever season he was on, when he shot that damn gun from like two buildings away mm-hmm. and then he just like left and went to his own series. That's what this felt like. Yeah. Um, so I have to correct myself. We did get the black girl in life Jenny's lookalike, but because later that scene was so Yeah. Well, it was the, at the next scene, but it was so quick. Again, the resistance. It's bullshit. Them niggas ain't looking for uh, Jamila. They like, you know, fuck it, she left. Um, so then we get, excuse me, we get Gravedigger coming down from the heavens and 
we get commentary from uh, Henderson who's like, this, I just saw a nigga come out the air and Resistance ain't doing a goddamn thing and I'm getting too old for this shit. And uh, <laughs> so violence happens. I like that we use his original power because everybody started with a uh, little Latin girl run at this nigga and he says, sleep. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Was that not good? That was good. That was right. insane. Um, I um, I thought he was just going to say heart attack. And then, oh. um, <laughs> he, he, I mean, but like he was being nice about it. But um, I do like it was, you know, her being a teenager saying like, fuck this. We can just keep shooting and bullets are going to rick- ricochet off of them. Yeah. And um, and then he, it was a nice effect. So, um, you know, I, they, <laughs> I didn't realize what Henderson was there for, but then, you uh-huh. know, he was there as the backup, and I was like, oh, okay, I kind of, I kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I, it was. I thought it was a good scene. Yeah. 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 Well, we moved from that good scene into a a scene. Uh, inside the ASA facility where none other than Thunder Grace are leading oh my god eighth grade classroom kids into a and this is dumb she's so Go dumb ahead. why's she dumb Cole cause she, she's just stupid she's <laughs> oh my god she's so uh, I don't like her character please just something else yeah this cockiness that they gave her I think works but it didn't work well um I didn't like it so her and Grace get the kids into the bunker and then they run they turn the corner and they run into uh yeah yeah same here y'all um they I I can't hear uh, you know so uh she they turn the corner and there this motherfucker is and they're like yeah we finna whoop your ass and he's I'm like what do you you really don't think you Billy badass like that that you can take this nigga? You know that he can make you do what he want by the sound of his voice. I don't think she did enough research. <laughs> Either way, man, this what shit a was dummy. Stupid. What a stupid head. I I I mean that's why they're getting married. Well, not anymore, I guess. Not hmm. So she got that she got that coma. Um right. the um the best part about this, um, for, there was a couple things. First of all, she was only she was limited to this scene only. If you think about it, she did not pop up anywhere else in this episode. Um, I think that's why I, the episode was good. Yeah, I oh, think I I'm just I'm being real. Like I, um, I was fine with it. <laughs> so the other part of that was when he. Um, when paint and not paint, uh, grave digger, yeah, I, I can't remember if they fought. I know they just kind of talked back and forth, and he essentially said, I ain't got time for this shit. And yeah. he said, Attack her. And I was just like, I love this that, shit. man, yes. that made my night. That made my night yes. when I seen that. <laughs> and yes. then he just walked off like he, he was like, I already tried talking to one black girl, which I assume is your sister. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't listen to me. Um, so I'm done. And he was just like, I'm, I got a purpose. And there was something kind of just pure about that, where he was just like, I got a mission, let me accomplish it, and stop with the, 
you know, the the monologuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that yeah. shit right now. And then Grace went after um went yeah. after her wife to be. So yeah, I- but but then Anissa silly ass gonna say, What the hell is wrong with you? Get off of me. <laughs> what do you fucking mean? Yeah, like bro? I was trying to figure out I'm like, don't you know that's a part of his moves, his power set? Like what is wrong with you? Like, why don't you know things? She do know that. She was on the plane. She remembers this. No, she apparently she doesn't because she was trying to figure out why Grace would attack her. Now she's like, oh, the love of my life. You're attacking me. And then yeah. and then it really pissed me off, too, because now I understand why they introduced Grace to having her super strength. Fuck you. Fuck you, Black Lightning. Fuck you, show. Oh, my God. I hate. I just... <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this shit. I'm done with this shit. Oh my god! Like, yeah. why would you do this? Well, I know why, but I didn't care. I didn't care that Grace attacked her because I don't really like them. I don't really like them as a couple. I don't really like the the whole dynamic of them two anyway. So good for yeah. you. They're not believable. Um. Yeah, I thought that was silly as fuck. I, I really thought it was more stupid that y'all don't attempt to fight this man. What do y'all? None of you have offensive powers. You all have defensive powers. Like no, and this has uh, offensive powers. But she didn't use it. <laughs> if you can hold your breath and thunderclap and knock his ass down, you should have knocked him down. Let Grace turn into a leopard, eat his fucking face off, and be done. And then her whole crying after she had knocked Grace out. Give me, give me, please, please, please. Please, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm okay. sorry. Please, please. We don't know. So, hold on. Did we, um... Okay, I'll just... The only thing I'll say about that... No, we gotta get to the Henderson scene. Yep, go Okay, so I'll talk about that, and then I'll talk about her reaction. So, um, Henderson... Um, Stops the Markovians oh, from. I, I can't believe we skipped. We skipped over there. I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 no. You're you're fine because there's something that happens in the scene that makes me really irritated with her and Grace. So I mean, with that scene. So anyway, so Henderson uh, is there to provide cover fire for, you know, for the Pierces, and yeah. he shoots. And one of them, and see the other thing about this is like normally when you see these anti-meta weapons used it's against super powered people so it doesn't really show how bad it is yeah. they showed how bad this shit gets mm-hmm. for a human being yeah and that's why i in this scene in particular i felt that damon gupton had more say had some say in kind of how this would play out or they okay. tried to be respectful to him and say well, this is your. I mean, because apparently for, he said they just told him like, "Well, this is it. Um, <laughs> wow. That shit is it." So I guess they tried to like lessen the blow because they sure didn't do that shit with Jamila, like no, he, at all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but he. Um, so you know, like lightning and thunder. Not I mean, and lightning. They go over and they realize that he was. Um, you know, Henderson got killed and he was about to die. And then Henderson says something that kind of fucked me up. He said, I'm not ready, man. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, I'm not ready, man. And I was like, shit. Yeah, that was, yeah. He that got was a daughter. 
Hawaii. Yep. yep. That was how. Yeah. That was that was sad. That really was sad. Now that was. I think it, it could have been done better, and I don't mean to sound like a negative Nancy, but I think that was a very good scene, yeah. a good way to end your character. Yeah. It, you, yeah. He's and yeah. We didn't like him in season one, and then he kind of turned it around, and here we are now, mourning this nigga's death. Yeah, yeah, that scene was messed up too because he was just like, man, just he was just like, man, just carry me off, carry me, get me to a doctor. He was like, Gary, I can't. Gamby. Not Gamby, uh Henderson. I can't, I can't move you, man. Like if I do, cause you blow it into pieces, and for all intents and purposes, you know what I'm saying? Like you a donut, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. He said if I move you, and I was like, damn. And he, yeah, he told yeah. him to finish him off. Is, it, is that what he said? He was like, <sighs> yeah. When he was like, I can't move, and then he was like, I can't feel my legs, and I was like, oh, oh, that's so bad. So yeah. Oof, yikes. Uh, then we go to the Gamby Cave and... Wait, I think, Robert, you had another point, didn't you? Oh, okay, yeah, so, okay, go ahead. So, he, um, so, after that, and I think it ties into the Gamby Cave, um, Thunder had, um, and the music they played over that scene with, um, with, uh, Henderson was really sad, so, and I can't remember what it was, but... When they show Thunder essentially knocked out, knocks out Grace by throwing her up onto the ceiling. I guess that'll that'll do it to anybody. You know, Braxton died though, right? So, anyways, um, (laughs) and she calls into Gamby, or they're talking, and she says she's she's like crying. She's like, you know, um, da 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 da. da. You know, I just fucked her up, and then um, he's like, and the thing that irritated me was that. Anderson had just gotten a hole shot through his body and you're using this mission to say, Hey, Gamby, come and help me. And Gamby is running ops. Like Gamby is essentially Oracle for this episode. Rather than focusing on the mission, you you're holding her body. And it, it just, just to come off of, you know, Henderson being killed, when Gamby was like, get the, he didn't say get the fuck up. He was just like, you need to go. <laughs> You need to go. <laughs> yeah, leave her. Yeah. God damn it, she's not worth it. Y'all ain't even married. No, I don't know. Uh, she's, a know bad, she's a bad whore. It's fine. Okay, not too much. She is but, a bad yeah. whore. Look, man. Come on. Come on. You can no, come listen. to my side one of these days. Man, fuck that. Let me tell you, she did the best she could with the fuck they gave her. I don't know if it's with the hair <sighs> with style. But this ain't no season one, Grace. And I have not been a fan of her. But, you know, she working with what she got to keep that check. It was a petition for her online to be a series regular that I came across like a day or two ago. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? So if that's the case, I would like Zoe B to be a series regular as well. Um, (laughs) I'll be a series regular. Yeah, but when I say something about Zoe B, I hate you. Well, because I'm not calling her bad names, nigga. Zobie's uh, out here giving out young, young see, diseases. This is exactly why. This is why, nigga. Zobie out here giving out young, young STD, no. STIs no, out here. God damn it. Oh, this nigga. So, she anyway, is. Jeff is his 1906 ass over into the, uh, into the, the red room. Shit, I don't know. Wherever his wife is. And she like, look, I hate to say this, but nigga, we got to get the fuck out of here. 
No, um, she said she heard what happened to Henderson. And I like the, the the fact that nobody has time to grieve. Like, you... Yeah, it's like, like just like that. Gravedigger yeah, is like here. Back to back. Yep. Yeah. And then, on top of that, not even just, okay, we're in the middle of a mission, we gotta go. Then we find out the alarm's blaring because apparently some shit finna go down. Is this motherfucker finna explode or some shit? Yeah, so... Um, Odell said, fuck y'all Negroes. It's time to go. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're, we're leaving Freeland. So, you know, uh, Lynn got the gun. She got the, the depower gun that's put into a rifle. Uh, her and her husband walk out. And then we cut to great, great, great grand uncle. And him and, I don't know, freaking frack shit. Uh, Brandon and Jennifer. And they're like, yeah, we finna whoop your ass, nigga. Volcanic lightning beats. I don't know. Whatever she said. <laughs> Volcanic, they, uh, yeah, she was like, what about volcanic lightning? Uh, that was, I didn't like that. They do dumb mashups with their powers. Like, she it, always out, outpowered that nigga's shit. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going to use this, uh, all this electromagnetic electricity to kill all you guys. And he was like, I got dust and uh, sand. <laughs> do you know, I got the stuff that's inside snow globes. This is what I'm going to okay. use on you. They should have the best fucking Wonder Twin ass mashups ever. Like, because these are the only two metas I've ever seen use their powers in tandem, like combining powers, like a fucking Steven Universe gym. Why they not? Like, they should be the big bad. They should be whooping ass. But. But you can't when you got somebody who's super lame and then somebody who got bad wigs. Okay, that wig has that wig stayed on this whole episode. Well, tell Brandon to get some better glue in. Okay. <laughs> so they do their shit, and um, Gravedigger turns into Cyclops from the X Men, and he knocks them out. Um, let's not mention how Jefferson has tapped into the Speed Force. Um, I, you man, I died when you said that, man. Nigga, oh man. my he god, I was so weak on that, bro. I was like, "What? Well, <laughs> Speed he, Force?" But he does mm-hmm. hit that corner pretty fast. <laughs> bro, hard as hell. So Odell was like, "Hey, uh, what's her name? Uh, Marsha, whatever the fuck the series is." He's like, "Hey, self destruct, oh, ten minutes." It's like, all right, understood. And I think he was in the same room or the same area, and I could be wrong, where uh, Tattoo Man was blown up in season one. Is that my, am huh. I reaching or? I don't know. Oh, damn. I don't know. I ain't think about that. He might not be. But um, we get Jefferson out of the Speed Force whooping ass. How y'all feel about this fight with Gravedigger and, I don't know. I'm glad he finally got a win. Um, <laughs> he, um, he whooped that motherfucker's ass, and then he waited. He got, Raven got depowered, and then he just whooped his ass. And then he, he then he used one of Brave Digger's lines against him. Yeah. And then see, that that's how I felt about the scene. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, he finally kicked an ass, you know. I mean... If there was a time to win, this was it. <laughs> he won against this dude. The Gravedigger had kryptonite inside of him. Anybody could win that fight. Yeah. Jesus but Christ. He, 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 it was straight kryptonite in his back. 
And he was just like, yeah, I got you now. You ain't so bad without your extra powers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he would have whooped you with regular. And no, no, no. Let's not forget the the fact that he said to Lynn, you should have gone for the head. Very Thanos-esque. Um, had to. That was that was. I cool. like that. I did like that. That's the one that I, I did enjoy. Uh, I don't know, man. Lynn was like, kill this nigga. And Jefferson was like, but he's family. What? Uh, what, nigga? What a bunch he of needs bullshit. to divorce him. Marry him just to divorce Why him again. Why would you do this to me? This was the second or third time. And we're going to get to another scene uh, where somebody turned to Jefferson and said, fuck your morality. Lynn said, when they found out there was like a minute to, before they had to get up out of there, he was like, if I put him on my back, Lynn said, fuck him. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then yeah. they flew off. That was the best. She essentially said, let your uncle burn to death. Y'all could have played horseshoes. But no, yeah. he chose the wrong life. And uh, she said, you can't live both of us, motherfucker. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was great. Wow. You can't live both of us, motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. I don't blame and, him. Yeah, he, she, she, Lynn is taking some hits this season, but um, she a killer. She's <laughs> cold-blooded killer, too. I mean, I'm with her, though. What the fuck, nigga? Like, you, you on some fuck shit. Like, you can't be Mr. Super Jesus all fucking day. Like, this is life or death. You want us all to die? You want just him to die? What, what you want? Hmm. Yeah. Well, stupid ass. So uh, they get out of there at the speed of speed force or speed of light. You are terrible. And uh, you know they the can't take explode, that. But then Odell hops his little happy ass into uh, SUV, only for Mister Bermuda, whoever the cab the driver is. His head to be fucking shot or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. He dead. Mr. And Bermuda. Him, I don't know what that nigga name is. But we get the redemption Come on, song. Mr. Come on, Mr. Bermuda. I loved this scene. Any thoughts? Um, that was pretty good. It was a pretty good scene. Um, Odell gets in the truck, gets in the, in, the, in the SUV. Khalil's back there. And he tries to use his words to shut him down. And he was like, that doesn't, he said, that works on painkiller. Doesn't work on me. Um, yep. You haven't met me. I'm Khalil. And we find out that Khalil has a gun to his back. And here comes old, good old black Jesus coming down. You ain't going to do that, son. He's like, you're going to stop me? He was like, no, you're going to stop yourself. And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe Clark, we're not going to fool. Yeah. We got to do nothing with this one. And then Khalil. Shoots him in the <laughs> shoots him in the back. No, no, no. Where does he shoot him in the he, spine? Well, he shoots something? him in the spine. Well, I mean, I'm gonna get to that. He shoots oh, him. Okay. In the, he shoots him in the back. And and Jefferson's like, "You're throwing your life away. You smoke crack, don't you?" And he was like, "No." He's like, "I don't." He's like, "I don't smoke crack." Uh, I shot him in the spine, uh, whatever vertebrae it was, and he's gonna live. He'll be okay. Yeah, and he and he uh, he basically paralyzes him. Um, the um, there's a couple of things. So going back to your Joe Clark, um, line, Khalil essentially told uh Black Lightning that this motherfucker ain't gonna be able to lean on nothing. 
kids, go back, watch Lee be by Joe Clark, pull up a song on YouTube, and you'll get the joke. Um, the other thing I wrote down was said, this is, Khalil said, fuck you and your morality, and yeah. I said, that's hilarious. Um, he, and, looked him, he looked him dead in his face when he shot him, too. That was yeah, awesome. That was the best part. That was one of the best parts. And the sound that Bill Duke made when he got shot mm-hmm. um, was great. Like, that's the sound that he should have made when he fell off that banister way back oh. when. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ever since, it's been something weird. It's just, it's, ever since Crisis or ever since the Pierces were able to kind of get away from his control, out of his control. Mm-hmm. Odell has been the mopiest motherfucker that I've seen. He missed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he do. Missed. He missed yeah, them. That's his extended family, yeah. goddammit. I've never yeah, had family. Like, I've never had family in Gotham before. You're <laughs> no, the only that's actually, that's his great, 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 great <laughs> uncle. That's his granddad's older brother. No, that's his, that's his third cousin, twice removed. I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really, I don't hate this show, but I'm sick of it. No, but he is a bit moping. And then when he got shot, he was home. I was like, oh, God. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, when he, I felt that it was a, it was a righteous revenge, especially it was like, he was like, you made me call my mom. You know, yeah. like, you, you evil. And, and once he got paralyzed, before they even got to the end of the episode, that's the end of the ASA. That was yeah. like him him being shot in the back by a killer that he created. Yeah. It was just that was that was a capping point. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Um and then yeah. he was just like, I ain't gotta sit around with your morality laced ass and your and your daughter looking at me like I'm about to fucking okay, well he probably can. Uh, turn into painkiller at the drop of a dime. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't I, I doing that shit. Um, but he was like, I'm done. You know, he yeah. did what he, he did what he needed to do in his own way. So. Bitch. Yeah, I I liked everything about this scene. I liked that Khalil was able to finally get some fucking retribution, like finally go and attack one of his abusers. Like he has yeah. been and I've said it before, and I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say it again, and it's still true. He is the most victimized person in this entire show. Period. Yeah, everything that's happened to him up until this point kind of made him who he is now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like he's, yeah, he he earned this. You know, and then yeah. he. He, when he was like, it's God's will, and he just walks off, and I'm like, oh my God, that's like really cool. Yeah, he's a, he does need his own show. Something. <laughs> fuck Jefferson. How about that, too? Wow. Let that Come on, man. Get out of here. This, no, because if you're so moral, why are you talking about, no, nigga, we got to kill him. We can't kill him. We got to torture him. And we got, okay, but nigga, you don't want to just try to save but your was, great, great, he, great, great uncle, huh? He, he was saying, he was saying, Rain, that like he needs to be a. Why I, do you want them to go against? You want that, them to go I'm against the is, character. You, we've lived with this character through. I, no, that is who Jefferson Pierce is in this. And don't nobody this, want that shit. We're in the middle of a war. Grow some fucking chest hair. That, but if they go against that character, Rain, that 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 completely, that that's just a, a completely against I, what they built up up until it, this point. 
I get it, but I'm sick of it. And I'm glad Khalil stuck it to the man. Because pretty much, <laughs> nigga, I'm in this mess because of your fucking family. Your family have been terrorizing me for eons. Your family. I'm even in this fight because your fucking sad-ass Omega-level mutant daughter didn't suck me back in this shit. I, yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad he took care of that motherfucker. Shit, he should have bit his ear off too, goddammit. <laughs> It is did, what happened. What he did to Odell was well earned by him. I yeah. feel you. He is probably the most tragic character that's on the show um, because of everything that's happened to him. Yeah. But I do feel like the way Jefferson Jefferson handled this, he did. That's a Jefferson move. He it literally is. just tried to save his uncle, who just tried to kill him. So why yeah, would he not true. try to pull Joe Clark and be like? You're not gonna do it, son, because you're not. That's not who you are. And he's like, no, mm. but I'm saying you talking about yeah, we gonna torture him, and he need to spend. He the rest said of he wasn't gonna torture him. Gonna, the, the torture is gonna come to him in jail. Like that's how that's gonna work. And that's stupid as fuck. Torture this nigga. You got powers, nigga. Shock his fucking balls. You that's not how it works. For energy for information. He is Superman. He's a Boy Scout. Fuck him and Superman. Oh, my Where the God. fuck is Lex Luthor when you need him? Oh, Jesus. All right, we move. Robert, do you have anything else to say about this scene? <laughs> yeah. Another thing. No, I just... <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good scene. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, that's... I don't know if he's coming back to the show. I mean, he ain't dead, but, I mean, he ain't walking no more, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I just... He just turned into like kind of the mopey dude who just didn't say nothing. The past few episodes that he was in, it was, I guess it was a fitting end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was a good big bad. Um, so we got the last of the Mohicans. The, oh, what is that racist? Oh, God. Sorry, guys. We get the last uh, SWAT team on Earth, and they rush into Gamby's shop, and they're like, hey, motherfucker, we know you're in here. And he's like, fuck all of you. And I like the Gamby. I don't know what he said verbatim, but it was pretty much thank you for bringing the last group of people who are who know about the Pierce family. Yeah. And I don't know why pants and belts didn't get what the fuck he was doing. She was like, "Yeah, now come on out. Like, he about to kill y'all. Yeah, you're about yeah, to die." That was cool. That was cool how he how he yeah. handled them. I was like, "Wow, like Gamby still got it. Yeah, still, yeah, that still boy, a man. really good spy. Really good spy." He said, mm-hmm. none of y'all leaving this place alive. Right. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> but they, they did shoot TC. <laughs> we, yeah. we thought yeah, TC, we thought TC was dead. Bro, that's not funny, man. I was upset. Because I'm sick of them killing black boys on this fucking show. They keep killing us. <laughs> okay, so like my stupid self was like, when they ran into that room, yeah. I said, oh shit, Gamby got a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Because they didn't do no close up shot. No, they didn't. And if you think about it, that's fucked up on Gamby's part for putting yep. a child yep. in a full of gunfire yep. with Uzis in his hands. <laughs> who just every other scene, he's either talking <laughs> to that little girl or he's listening right. to early 90s era hip-hop. And he's Don't turn that kid into a fucking killer for that one episode. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, I know we're in the middle of a war, but goddamn, Gamby. Yeah. You are like, 
Okay. Rain, you. Oh, like he traumatized. Like he talks about. That's why I, I was like, my stupid self was like, is that a robot or a mannequin that he just tied guns to their head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I didn't realize that was him until like. You know, he felt, I was like, oh shit, that's why is TC like, he could have gone into the apartment upstairs, Gamby, fuck. Nah, TC probably would, TC probably was like, I could do this. Yeah, you yeah. know he was. You I know could, he was. I could do this. <laughs> can, I call, can, can I call you dad? <laughs> sure, my Negro son. He's no. like, let me tell you about this Hispanic girl that I'm trying to talk to. Um, <laughs> he's like, Plot twist, I've adopted her as well. <laughs> 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 right, Plot twist, I adopted her too. A target. Um, All right. A target yeah. of fun. Um, oh yeah, God. like, I just, I didn't. Like, when that, it, it was, I mean, the scene was cool. Um, oh I just thought gosh. it was going to be Gamby himself, you know. Yeah. And, like, let this child who has no experience fighting, and obviously he doesn't, because all he did was like get he shot and he got shot. Yeah, um, Gamby running through like fucking Batman, yeah. taking out everybody, and at the end of it, everybody died, even including Odell's number two. Like this was a damn body heavy episode. Body count was yeah. high. Body count was high. The flow. Yeah, yeah. like it. Every, and it was for me. It was, it was it was kind of unexpected. I didn't, I didn't expect yeah. like everybody to. I didn't expect Jill Scott to get shot. I didn't expect like all this shit to happen. It was crazy. This um, is the, this is the best way to if you're gonna start a, a new on season four. That's the best way to do it. Go ahead and kill them off. Yeah, and I I know we gotta get to that, but I no I love this scene. This was Gamby on his um John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> And he and he they do a good job with him. Um, I think they do an okay job with Jefferson because you know he's an older guy. He's very tall, so he he ain't moving as quick as the young kids is. But I think with Gamby, they do a good maybe because he don't have powers. It's easier to like make him look a bit more convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they I think they did good with with Gamby. Um, and I like that TC is his new um, black son. son. So I love you, Dad. I love you too, TC. Thank you, TC. Uh, technically, you're 30 years my senior, but thank you. So, <laughs> let me ask y'all this: Do you think they rebuild or that they get a new base? New base. Yeah, they get oh, a new base. New base. There's no way they can they can keep that after this war. They're gonna have to rebuild Freeland. Yeah. yeah. What? But what does that look like in a post-crisis world where we mm-hmm. actually get a fresh start? With crisis, yeah, like is Supergirl gonna come help build buildings? No, you know, no, like they're not. She's like, oh, no, Negroes. No, I'm part of the Rancho Cucamonga Chili. I don't know. No, so uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think like, we get a new base. Vibe might show up, like he might say, but hey. you know what? I think this was smart because if you're moving them to Vancouver, this is a good way to still have Freeland, but then rebuild it. By just having a whole nother set, everybody got to get a new house. Everybody got to get a new. If that's the route they would take, now I don't know if they're moving these people away from Atlanta, but if you blow up everything, you shoot up everything. Yeah. Once you rebuild, if it don't look like the old set, it's easier to accept because you know what happened before. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think um, folks down here will fucking riot. Um, that's a, <laughs> that's one of our mainstays as far as the film industry. Like oh, there were several, there were several. You know, hold on. There was a shot in the episode before where Jill Scott was talking to Bill Duke, and I saw a shell station. Oh, really? Like I'm like they just driving downtown Atlanta or like yeah. whatever. Filming. Oh yeah, in the car, yeah. In the car, yeah. And and then also when they're some of the the especially from this episode, you see Atlanta. Like and I you know, we've said this before, them being separate from Vancouver allows them <clears throat> I think a certain sense of not even freedom, but it's just like we don't have to get kind of caught up in the minutia of mm. what's going on up there, you know, right. with the other shows. Um, <clears throat> I think it will be in their best interest to try to do some type of cameos. I mean, shit, it don't cost too much to put somebody on a plane. Um, so hopefully they can do that without having to enter, because all the other shows don't do that. Right. I mean, outside of crossover, that's the only time that you see a big kind of crossover. Outside of that, it's probably like one or two characters popping up to say hi. Yeah. Um, but they, they're they going to have to find some way. If they keep them separate, I'm, that's going to piss me off. That's going to piss um, me off, too. Yeah, sure. especially, especially after this, y'all did all this, you know, the stuff about Black Lightning got a table at the Hall of Justice. You know, you they got to do something, and it's gonna have, they're going to have to find a way to make it work. Um, but I'm trying to think. So, yeah, so they, so they might get a new base. Okay. Um, I think after that... What Grace is, is in a coma. Grace is in a, a ceiling coma. Right, wait, um, hold on. Because I got a fucking rant about this real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the whole time she's talking to Lynn about Grace, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't she a fucking nurse? Didn't she go to fucking medical school? Isn't Ain't her she... mama a scientist? Right. So shouldn't Anissa know that these know these questions that she's asking? Man, I'm so sick. She is a she a teacher, a nurse, a a med student. Then she work at the clinic part time, but then she strips, and then she plays WNBA basketball. She got drafted uh, number ten for the LA Sparks. I'm tired of this. I'm so I was so annoyed by her being like, "Was well, she gonna make it? Is she gonna be okay?" You're a fucking nurse. You should know what's going. Um, am I wrong, guys? Is she not a nurse? I thought she was like pre med or some shit like that. That's still uh, enough. Pre med. She she was know. teaching class. <laughs> what yeah, are you talking you about? To <laughs> she was teaching class. <laughs> what? I um. I don't know. I um, I I don't know. I, <laughs> like, I think what I said is what I you know earlier when I you know I talked about <clears throat> she was a per, she was a member of the Pierce family. They had the le- less screen time in this episode, and I I didn't really mind that. Um, the scene was what it was. It seemed forced. Like when you, I mean, I felt, I felt worse about Jamila getting killed. Just yeah, wow. I mean, her her death was just as, was as shocking as Doctor Jace, and but also, but Jamin, Jamila's case, they didn't give her no time to kind of grow. Mm-hmm. Um, at least where 
it should have had like a huge impact, you know, when she got killed. But yeah. just the randomness, you know, like somebody being un- knocked unconscious into a coma, like that shit's been done before. Um, I would have, and I understand, like I don't want them killing the only. I think she's the only Asian American character on the show. So like yeah. that, like after also giving her a shitty season, yeah, I don't yeah. do that. But like do something else where I like I don't. Going into season four, that is not the thing that I'm worried the most about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can just, I can do without I can do without their relationship. To be honest with you, and this again too. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get to see her in her sexy outfits though? Hmm. Uh, that same wig. That's a wig. On Grace said, "Yeah, it would better be hell." Um. <laughs> So, anyways, then we move to uh, Markovia, where Tobias is like, "Look, fuck you," and shit going down. So, so there's a news report about all the fucked up shit that happened in Freeland, which to me seemed weird that nobody knew about. Well, no, I ain't gonna say that because they did say it was like an outbreak of some disease or something. So, um, Tommy Loren is reporting, so and Tobias stupid. is like, "Yeah, look like I can go back home. Look like you know." Shit back to normal. And we find out that he didn't kill this black dude with a bag over his head. Yeah. And he making this man's mama bring him tea and cookies and shit. So is she hypnotized? Or... No, she's scared for her life. <laughs> a fuck? You killed my husband and my son? And you asked me to make you cookies? Oh, bitch, I'm making you cookies. Sorry, I'm sorry, Rain. No, I was I was scared for her. <laughs> so I just thought she was here. No, she sat there while that nigga killed her husband. Oh my god! And while he was waiting for her son to wake up for hours. No, she's terrified. Okay, sorry. She's also a black Markovian though, so oh, god. I don't know what that is. Oh but... gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh That's his mama. Oh. Man, and what did she make him nachos? What was that like? That's cereal. No, no, no. On the plate, <laughs> she made him c- cereal. No, he was eating with a fork. Cereal is is <laughs> Fruit Loops. Get the hell out of here! That was like some <laughs> stuffed potatoes or something. That was Fruit Loops. So he said, "Yeah, this neon Negro about to get his fifteen minutes of fame. He ain't nothing but a snitch." And I'm like, "God damn!" And he says, "Just like you," and that the camera pan over to homeboy. With a plastic bag over his head. I'm like, damn, nigga, you couldn't even take the bag off his head after no. you killed him? No. Uh, Let me just say anyway, this. Can I say this I real quick? Why is he still in Markovia? I was just going to say, how is this nigga getting back to Freeland? You are in Markovia. Right. You have money. Well, no, I mean, that's the smartest damn thing to be because Freeland was a war zone. Like, well, yeah. That's how I saw it because, like, he, um, and he still. He don't know what's happening with the ASA. Right. He doesn't know what's ha- he doesn't know what's happening. Period. And what I think going into next season is there's a big ass power vacuum that's going to mm-hmm. be in Freeland, um, and Lala's about to try to fill that up, and Tobias. And if Jill Scott was still alive, I think she would be trying to fill that up because I think she is alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's the uh, it's going to be crazy. Like I. I mean, so that's why I think he's he's biding his time, and also he probably 
Maybe he saw the crisis happen. He was like, "Fuck this! I don't even know." Ah. <laughs> you know what? I want I want Game of Thrones, but urban shit. I want everybody racing to be the fucking head of the crime shit in Freeland, while the Freeland good guys race to try to fix up the town. Like I feel like that would be interesting to get a more villain heavy season. I doubt that, but I think that would be interesting. I mean, the, wow. they that would be. That would be good. I mean, they're already establishing that they're trying to build up the outsiders. Um, so I, I don't know. I I was so hyped going into this season. I don't know how I feel going into season four. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, you want to? Y'all want to tackle the last scene? Y'all can take that Gotham shit. Um, yeah. So then Gotham City, and we see Lynn. Fuck. <laughs> we see Lynn taking Glimmer again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is she still on freaking drugs? But this- Why is she still on drugs? They're in front of the con- con- Congressional Commission, and they're talking to these different judges about, like, what happened in Freeland and how it was wrong. And, and, and you know, they were talking about how it's been going on for the ASA for so long. And so... Lynn is there as Lynn, and then Jefferson's there as Black Lightning, and they talk to all these different judges, and then um, he kind of goes over Tuskegee experiments and and all the illegal human experimentation and stuff like that, and they uh, he pulls out the black briefcase which he got from Gamby, uh, which proves that everything is that's that's the evidence right there, and then we mm-hmm. see Tony Isabella Judge Isabella. as one of the yeah. judges. Well, did you see Trevor Von Eden? And Von, yeah, I was just going to say that. Yep, yeah, him he, too. Yeah, he was. They they're both the co. They're both the creators of of Black Lightning, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And wow, that was a moment. That's if they were going to end. I ain't the gonna series. Front, Oh, let me just say this. I, the only one I noticed was Tony and Isabella. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. There, um, I know because, like, when he said, when they said Von Eden, like, his is a face that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like, Isabella pops up, like, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, my show! This is my show! <laughs> but, um, Eden is, you know, he's always one of those guys, like, I, I'll see him, like, on, you know, the websites mm-hmm. occasionally. But when they said his name, I was like, oh, shit, that's, that, that's awesome that they got them both there. Um, that was like, did you, do you remember Marv Wolfman? Yeah. And, uh, this, that shit like made that, my fucking that day. Made, that made my day too. That was awesome. That was freaking he was like, awesome. like, you're always together. <laughs> it's just like, aw. <laughs> that but, was um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like, so this is the only little bit of world building that we're going to get with them in Gotham City. Um, you Which know, I don't know why I, they did this in Gotham City of all places. I, it's the most, I, you know, I don't know. I think it's the most recognizable name for the audience. You yeah. know, like, yeah. most people don't know Central City. I mean, who aren't, like, hardcore comic book fans or who follow yeah. the last TV show. Um, Gotham is, you know Gotham City. Right. Everybody knows fucking Gotham City. Mm-hmm. They, know, they know not to move there. Um, but um, <clears throat> the fact that, and this is, like, the second or third name drop they've had post-crisis about Gotham. So... When he started listing off the various examples of the, 
government, you know, doing essentially what they did. And I'm like, that's Black Lightning. That's yeah. that's what they do, and that's what they do. And it was a, it was a nice moment. Um, and it was comic booky, you know. They're sitting there in their costumes with, I mean, but like that's what we're watching this shit for, you know. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm not sitting like when <clears throat> Superman and Man of Steel went to Congress and he just flew in there. He's not, you know, they, you know, he sits down and testifies. That's essentially what they're doing here. Yeah. And um, and I liked it. I liked the scene. And. You know, then they they all left out. And Rain, I think you spoke to this. Why the fuck was Lynn walking out with them? <laughs> well, well, um, okay. So a guy on Twitter was saying, which made sense, and I thought about it, and I went with it, but now I'm still kind of not a hundred percent with it. He was saying that she has been seen on a national stage as working with Metas. So okay. I'm like, okay, I can see that. Oh. But the more I thought about it, I was like, but they still have the same exact build, complexion, and resemblance to her family. So, yeah, I can kind of see it. Like, oh, you know, she works with Metas. Because they said something about opening a school for gifted Metas or some shit. But where... I don't know. It's it's too it's too Freaky Friday for me. Because I'd be like, mm, this bitch, she always with these three. and then, But whatever. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean Gravedigger... Kind of figured it out by just he was like electrical powers, electrical powers. That's your daughter. But um, and then we have a scene that shows Gravedigger. Um, well, so well we see a white guy walking out, and then the the face kind of distorts, and then next thing you know, you see Gravedigger. He's still alive, and uh, we see the Pierces walking out as the first family of uh, DC yet again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's it. It was a pretty. Uh, they walking out in slow motion, and Lynn is is cracked out still. So, um, and then we're ready for season four, guys. Uh, what do you think? Woo! Jam packed. Yeah. That was jam packed, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the episode definitely was. I mean, it was. It's filled to the brim, and it wasn't filled to the brim with bad stuff. Um, I enjoyed it, you know. For you know, the I don't know if y'all will. I guess we'll probably get to this, but I, for <laughs> for how I felt about certain parts of the season, um, I'm glad that this ended on a good note. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have been pissed if this had just been like. The episode I was on with y'all for the first one for the yeah. season. Yeah. Oh God. Don't yeah. remind. What don't a... remind me of that filth. <laughs> what, a, what a filthy. Well, what a filthy, nasty episode. Terrible. It's na- Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Miss Stewart if you're nasty. <laughs> Miss Stewart if you're if you're crackish. Oh, okay. Glimmer. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Um, I really didn't have a lot of gripes about it at all. Honestly, they did they did excellent. They went out on a on a right on a nice note. I think yeah. they cleaned they cleaned a lot of they cleaned their closet out of a lot of stuff that they really don't need for next season. I think yeah. if you want to if you want to have a good season 4, having a lot of stuff that's a, a lot of the old toys, selling the old toys to uh the 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 um Goodwill is is fine with me. I'm with yeah. it. Frank. Yeah, well, that's that's I mean, I'm with it too. I think this was a very good season 4 cuz that's what this episode was. 
Um, I mean, I'm 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 here for it. You know, like I said, it wrapped up a lot of shit. We killed a lot of motherfuckers. You shook they shook shit up enough that if they come back and some shit might have plot holes in it, but it works for the season four, then I'd be okay with it. Cause you did you gave me so much in this last episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm satisfied. Wow. Wow. Rain satisfied, guys. Look at that. Okay, nigga. Not all you, shut up. Ah! Uh, so what's what's up with our with our favorites? Who we rocking with for the MVP of this episode and essentially the whole fucking season? Uh, whole season? I no. don't know if I'm ready to pick the whole season because no, no, this no, season wasn't that season. great yet. But I'm, yeah, but I, episode, can, I can do both because I I don't know if y'all <clears throat> I don't know if I'll be back. But ah. um, I mean, like I said, if y'all have me, that'll be cool. But man, um, you always welcome here, man. Thank you, man. Um. This episode is a toss-up <clears throat> between uh, Gravedigger and Painkiller. Mm-hmm. Um, this season, just for like all the sixteen episodes, it's got to be Khalil. Okay, it's got it's, it's to be Khalil because um, I would have given it to Gravedigger if he had been in like for more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, but for me, it was Khalil's arc has been interesting and fucked up um good and just like it's been <clears throat> there's been a lot going on with him but it hasn't been to the point where i'm just like ah oh. so yeah that khalil would be it for the season for hmm. me and wow uh, when we get to ratings for this season i'll give you my rating for the season also okay yeah. then uh Cole, what about you favorite for this episode um I think I'm going to go a little bit different than I normally do. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Gravedigger okay. because I thoroughly enjoy it. I think Wayne Brady killed yeah. his his character. Uh, He's what show needed. And, and I, I really, in, in some instances, I really kind of agree with what he was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I felt like he was basically saying, yo, y'all been getting treated so badly. Why not just go with me and actually live free? And and that that speech he had with Jennifer, um, that was awesome. That was a, yeah. that was a good moment. And I just i I never thought I would I, I never thought I would see Wayne Brady doing like a, this random ass superhero show. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you know, like Wayne Brady is held in high regards with a lot of people. Believe it or not. Um, yeah, I can believe it. Sure. And and for him to do this show. Uh, and this ca- kind of character, uh, I, I I can't take anything away from him. So I, I'm I gotta go with I gotta go with Grave Digger on this episode. Same, he saved this season for me. Grave Digger, him and Khalil. I, I agree with you, Robert. But I'm a for this episode, I'm gonna go with Grave Digger. Um, I think it was a toss up between him and Khalil, but I think he gave me a bit more just because he affected more of the story. Where Khalil. He been through so much shit. His redemption was great, or not redemption. His um, revenge. His revenge, yeah, was very great. But I will go with Grave Digger, um, which will lead me up. You know, for, I'll I'll give a final rating on perhaps another episode of Black Lightning Matters. Hmm. Um, what about a least favorite? Who are you going with, Robert? Um. <laughs> Damn, I feel... So many, it's so many, huh? 
Um, no, it's just one in particular. Um, ah. it's Nissa. Oh, my sister. She yeah. tried. She yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I just. I, there, you know, the scenes that she was in, I just didn't really, I wasn't really kind of driving with her. Um, so yeah, I and and there were, yeah, so that she's just my choice. So yeah, I'm I'm good with that. What, what you thinking, Cole? <sighs> I gotta go with Jefferson Pierce. Oh, and not because of any fault of his own, because he played his role. It's the way he was written. Uh, I just couldn't deal with the the whole uncle thing. Mm-hmm. It just it just didn't sit right with me, and it ain't really his fault because I know he's he's just reading the words that's given to him. But and he's so mor- his his. I I know I get on to you about talking about his morality and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But like honestly, man, like I was. I was fed up with it this episode, my damn self. Um, they got to do better with this dude. Yeah, yeah. They have to do better with Jefferson. He can't continue to be um, this superhero that's okay with getting his ass whooped or okay yeah. with trying to make things right all the time. Like every superhero has some type of like flaw, which I think his flaw is his morality, but. I just I need him to we gotta we gotta season four he's gotta be a little bit like he gotta win something so I can kind of be behind him I'm not really behind him you know what I'm saying like yeah uh, they gotta change the how they write him so mm. I just well, I just didn't I, I it didn't jive with me too good he didn't so yeah I could see that hell he ain't driving me too good either but with that being said I'm gonna go with Grace um, because <laughs> I mean, y'all already picked the top two, but I think Grace would be next in line. She was the most useless. Um, not because she can't do anything, but what they did with her, like you have a motherfucker who can shape shift, even if you don't have the budget to turn into animals, it, it costs nothing to have her turn into a person who was like, why didn't she turn into him and have them fight each? Like, is I don't know. I just. Maybe that would have cost more, but either way, I think Grace was the weakest link this episode. Mm. Well, you did say goodbye to her. Yeah. She's in a coma, buddy. She can come back anytime. She's sleeping beauty. Okay. You all take a sleep. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Uh well what what do we think about with a rating? Uh Robert out of five stars. What you rating it? Oh, this is this is a five. Okay. Five okay, let me find out. Five stars. What about you, Cole? Uh, I, I liked the episode, but I didn't like it that much. I'm going to give it a four four stars. Four stars? Yeah, right. I can't give it a five, man. I, I It's it's still a few things. It's still... The episode was still kind of flawed with some things. and mm-hmm. uh, I I, I, I got to give it a four. But that I mean, I haven't given this episode I haven't given this show a four star rating in God, how long? Or a five star chick. Yeah. Um I am going to rate this a seven. No, JK. Um I think I could do a four point five mm-hmm. only because it was great, but 
I feel like it could have been better. <clears throat> and I think a lot of it, like I said, comes down to the show and the writing versus the characters. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're acting off of the script, mm-hmm. you know, so we can complain right. about the shit they're doing, but it's still stuff that's in the script. So I would I would do a solid 4.5 because I think it was really it was really good. It was the best one this season. I can probably say that without revisiting any of them. Mm-hmm. And um, it gave me what I wanted. It gave me what I needed. Mm. Got me excited for four. <laughs> Woo! Oh, so shit. What's up, y'all? We got some final thoughts. Some, some anything. Um, you know, so for me, I I'll just go ahead and kind of put out the season kind of thoughts or whatever. I'll make mm-hmm. it. Um, we touched on a bit of it at the beginning. I I was disappointed, you know, with you know where the show was going before mm. crisis. Right. At the crisis, it it picked up a little for me, but there was still stuff happening off screen, plot, you know, plot details coming out of nowhere. Uh, sometimes the acting was kind of like so-so. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that the traction kind of picked up, especially with the addition of um, uh, <clears throat> Wayne Brady as Gravedigger, and and then you know we just you know, reviewed the episode and. Last episode was really good. And actually, I, everything I got in this episode is what I wanted throughout the season. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping going into season four that um, either, I guess, a couple of things. Um, now everybody's in the same world. Uh, I want some crossovers. I want it doesn't have to be like every other episode and still keep the show. Mr. Terrific. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, keep Please. that same vibe. You know that makes you know like lightning what it is, but you got to grow the world a bit bigger, and the writing has to pick up. Like this, you know this, it just has to pick up. Because um, after uh, at, at a certain time, y'all are not going to get a season five. Mm. You know, like I said, I that's my theory um, that all the all the CW shows got that push <clears throat> push because of crisis so that you know we could grow the they could grow the audiences but um I, this episode has been a mixed bag i mean that's kind of the best way i could put it and i'm just hoping for better so like if you want to do like a scale out of one to ten for the season as a whole yeah give me that um i'm at a 4.5 to a five mm. oh okay mm. Yeah, I think that's fair, considering what we got so far. Yeah, so um, and like I always tell people, head to BlackSciFi.com to check out our reviews of the season because we um, we got a dude named uh, Fabian uh, who has been he's been reviewing the show for the past three years. I don't know how y'all do it on the regular. Yeah. <laughs> this shit would kill me. I, would, <laughs> I love guesting, but um. Yeah, but he he does really good reviews and um, just like y'all, very insightful. Um, but yeah, that's <clears throat> that's how. I mean, it's not even ranking the highest for my top Arrowverse shows right yeah. now. And that's yeah. I wish I wish that it was, but Arrow is off the air and it's still like number one and number two for me for this mm. season. Um, and then and then legends. So yeah, but that my thoughts on the season as a whole. Well, wow. <laughs> well mm, 
I don't know, man. We're going to see what season four got for us, shit. Um, let these motherfuckers know where they can find y'all online and support you and and, and retweet and, and throw money at you and all that good shit. Throw money at you. Rob, oh, go ahead, Robert. Yeah, you can find my website is uh, Robert K. Jeffrey, uh, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y dot com, robertkjeffrey.com and all my social media handles are on there and you know, if you go to the Kickstarter just do a search for The Crossing number one and you'll find us and last I checked I think we got we're still somewhere at 60% so we still got 13 days to raise 60% of um, our remaining funds so you know, whatever y'all can do sharing or pledging is, you know, works for us. But, um, yeah, those are right now the two kind of main places to kind of check me out at. Yes, 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 y'all. What about you, Cole? Uh, if you want to hear, if you want to get in touch with me, you can see me. You both. I'm on Twitter at Cole Jackson one, two, and I'm on Instagram at Cole Jackson underscore B Y N K, uh, for, you know, your, Twitter, your social media needs, and you can hit me up. What about you, Rain? Careful, oh, Black me? Nerd. Find me on tcfaint.com. No, um, hit me up on Twitter, Carefree Blurred. <laughs> All other social medias, Carefree Black Nerd. Of course, if you're here, you're listening, check out the shows before and after this in the feed. Uh, BYNKradio.net. You got a government name. You got the social introvert. Uh, you got all the fucking shows I'll be putting out. Uh, you got the 4400, A Light in the Sky. That's a review with none other than Freeland's very own Robert Jeffrey. And um, shit, man, just check me out, bro. Uh, let me know what's going on. Use that hashtag BLMPod. Let us know how you felt about the season, any predictions, any things you were disappointed in, any things you were happy with. And um, shit, till next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay... Stay, stay ready to go back to Freeland next year because it's going to be a great time. Yeah. It's about to go down. I'm going to be the new host of Clapback News. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they won't shoot me. <laughs> they might. Clapback. Be. Libby. Citizens are being shot down in the street. Is Black Lightning the only line of defense? The Markovians took jail. And we are back. Hello, everybody. This is Clapback News. We're reporting live and in, uh, in charge and shit in front of a helicopter. I believe Blackbird just threw a helicopter against another helicopter um, <laughs> that who kind of looks like Jefferson Pierce, but I think it's just Black Lightning. He down the street.